0: We're going to start off this episode just by saying, rest in peace, Rush Limbaugh. He is the, I don't know, I guess the godfather of talk radio. As most of you know, whether you're a conservative or not, talk radio became big basically because of Rush Limbaugh. And then because of that emerged other formats of something similar, different ideas, different ideologies, different politics, ultimately podcasting, shows like this. I know a lot of conservatives are saying that every conservative talk host, you know, owes their beginning to Rush Limbaugh. But let's be real. I mean, this format—he was the one who was doing it. He was the one who got the show syndicated. And whether you like the guy or not, you know, he he broke ground in this uh, in this field. I don't know if any any of you guys who are, you know, you want to mention anything about Rush before
1: we get started. You know, for me, Rush Limbaugh uh, has helped my life today because my girlfriend I've been with for many years, she grew up listening to Rush Limbaugh as her grandfather would listen to Rush at lunch. So they'd have lunch together and Rush Limbaugh would be on. It was the background to her life. And so when I met her, she already had that whole landscape laid out by Rush. So I'm eternally grateful to him for that. And just a guy who can put in that time, energy, effort, be consistent, persistent, Bring the excellence every single day it's something to celebrate and rest in peace rush it's a sad day sad yeah. day for sure i
2: never really had much of a chance to listen to his work growing up but i had a friend that and who his mother also was a huge fan mad respect to pioneers like that
1: definitely and just the grind yeah man.
0: Grind. yeah I, there's, a, there's a lot of people on the left who are saying he doesn't deserve it he's an awful person there's nothing good to say about him and i'm like look Whether or not you think someone was good or bad, we want to make sure that only the good things that they did. are. We remember them for the best of their abilities. Rush Limbaugh pioneered this space. Let's give him credit and focus on the good things. And let the bad things, the things you don't like, just go away and not get, you know, uh, not become part of the culture. You've got to criticize bad things. But that being said, you know, rest in peace. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, a lot of news, a lot of serious stuff just apparently <laughs> recently joe biden was giving a uh, a, a town hall it was gaff laden <laughs> uh-huh. and he made one of the most insane statements i've ever heard i couldn't believe it when i woke up and i see this post he was asked about criticizing china and he said he wasn't going to criticize mm-hmm. concentration camps and what's going on because china has different cultural issues basically The things that we need to talk about in this segment are so egregious that uh, we run the risk of YouTube, you know, giving us the banhammer for simply mentioning. So we try to tiptoe, we we try to use euphemism and keep it family friendly. But I'm telling you, we've heard the horror stories of, of history. What's going on right now in China will go down in history as one of the most vile and disgusting acts of human rights abuses ever. Not the most, I'm not saying the most, there were some really, really bad things that happened throughout history, but definitely, definitely one of the worst, so, and we've got a bunch of other stuff to talk about as well, we've got, you know, that Amy Cooper woman, she was the the Central Park Karen, uh, essentially forced to undergo re-education therapy at an equity critical race theory center in exchange for not going to jail, so that I think is particularly
1: shocking, and we'll we'll get into other things, of course, as you probably realize, Jack Murphy (laughs) is hanging out. What's up, everybody? Good to be back every other Wednesday. Jack Murphy on TimCast. By the way, head over to my YouTube page, please. YouTube.com forward slash Jack Murphy live. New videos every day now. Great interview today with Matt Brainerd. Check it out, appreciate it. Good to be back.
3: I was gonna say, it will go down in history if China doesn't win. Because if China wins, they're going to rewrite history in their own kind of version. <laughs> also, today I was officially fact-checked by USA Today with one of my memes. All right. And in response to that, I am memeing up a storm on Instagram <laughs> uh, under Luke We Are Change. If you want to support me and my voluntary work here, the best and easiest way is to go to thebestpoliticalshirts.com and uh, buy a shirt. Whoa. And you can buy a shirt like the one that I'm what? wearing right now. What was the meme? Uh, the meme was a picture of Joe Biden with a huge, uh, like, crazy, ridiculous stack of, of executive orders. And it said, history will show that a dumbass with a pen is far more dangerous than the smartass with a tweet. <laughs> and obviously it's doctored. It. And then USA Today said, no, 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 he didn't have that many executive orders. I mean, yes, it's, cover- it's covering the whole desk. It's wow. ridiculous. It's supposed to be ridiculous. It's a meme. Employees from USA Today who consider themselves journalists spent... Today, looking at my Facebook account and saying, that meme, you know, people shouldn't know that he had that many executive orders. People shouldn't be joking about this. Cut it off. Memes and, and, are forbidden. I know. They're, like they're Twitter, going after memes.
0: The other day, Twitter blocked this tweet where it said... uh you stole my heart like a 2020 election yeah. <laughs> Trump, Trump. And they blocked the tweet. They censored it. You can't reply to it. You can't like it, but you can quote it. I'm like, dude.
3: It's satire. It's but comedy. Here, here, hold on. Listen, no more listen.
0: humor. Yeah. It was a meme. That one's funny. It thing. was a meme. It was a photograph. Okay? Which means, I really doubt they used an AI to scan the language of the image. Someone saw that and was like, mmm, "Voter fraud isn't real," and literally <laughs> yeah. banned the, the silly joke that was just m- making fun of the situation.
3: Uh, I'm telling you, they're going to go after art. They're going to go after any form of expression, music, everything. Everything's coming next. So it's not just politics. Right now, we got Ian hanging out. What up, everybody? I came down from the tower, the wizard tower, to tell you about oh.
2: IanCrossland.net, my new uh, social network. Well, it's more of a website where you can get. <laughs> <Not very laughs>
0: cool. It's actually just a website. coffee mugs a website, like this. Yeah.
2: Free the code coffee mug if you support freeing the software code like I do Jack great to have you here I'm so glad to be back this China again. thing yeah, is freaking me out because we'll, 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 we'll get in on yeah we, we're, we're, we're
0: about to jump right in right.
2: so we also got to sorry, patch let's
0: put yeah, me buttons. in the
4: corner so I love Rush Limbaugh because I have a similar story to Jack's girlfriend's um, my grandfather used to listen to him every morning in his room and I would hear it through like the guest room door I thought it was my first exposure to politics he was a really great guy
0: you know what I like about Rush Limbaugh hmm. he voiced himself on family guy oh yeah several times <laughs> and even for a full episode And the left loves to mock that I brought that up. And there's people saying, like, Tim Pool and his dumb uh, pop culture references. I'm like, yes, regular people in this country who watch Family Guy for the first time was like, oh, that's Rush Limbaugh. That's what he sounds like. I didn't know that. Rush Limbaugh did a show, Family Guy, with Seth MacFarlane, one of the, like, liberal, like, most American liberal you can get. Hated Donald Trump. Very, you know, established, pro-establishment Democrat. And he actually had Rush Limbaugh come on the show several times and they worked together and apparently they were friends. That's good. That's a good thing. It's also, but you know what? Look, ideologues absolutely hate it. I love that we can we can still find ways to love and, and laugh together. So, you know, I'll leave that uh, I, I think enough has been said in, in that regard. Uh, but uh, before we get started, head over to TimCast.com, become a member. We have an exclusive bonus episode. My friends are going to love this one. It is James O'Keefe, it is me, it is Ian, it is Eric, I think Eric was his name, right? Yeah, and Eric. Eric. And, uh, certain, and, yeah. and Lydia as well. Yeah. And we just talked for a whole hour. It is a bonus episode with James talking about the fake news, our experiences, and just going at it. If you want to check that out, go to TimCast.com, sign up, become a member, and it is there now, live and available, and you can't get it anywhere else, so check it out. And uh, yeah, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and let's jump into the first story. We have this from the New York Post. Biden dismisses Uyghur internment camps because we have to keep the language family friendly. As we, can, part we can't of... even say that word? No, we can't.
3: This... Oh, goodness. You can't say it. I'm writing it in my journal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no joke. What's going on in, in uh, uh, China... We can't say it. But what's, let's just, what's
2: the word? How do you have, what's the first and last letter
0: of the it's, word? I guess. Touch mm-hmm. oh. with yeah, to the G. Oh, yes, touch the G. Yeah. We can. Well, we can call them internment camps. Oh, okay. We can call them forceful reeducation centers. We can say that women are being held down while men come in and force themselves upon the women. The women are undergoing forced surgeries and other extreme uh, forced sterilization, as well as the forceful. <sighs> <laughs> This is, tough. Brutal, yeah. this is brutal,
2: dude. This is brutal. There's more? We should do it in the bonus segment and just be explicit.
0: There's so much more. Joe Biden, when, when asked about this, he basically said, yo, I'm not going to criticize them because, you know, they got different culture. And what?
2: I couldn't believe it. What? I could not believe it. It makes me think of... And I, I always hate bringing up the Nazis. I feel like they get <laughs> too much publicity as it sure. is, but the way that the British appease them and people like they voted Hitler Time Man of the Year. Oh yeah, was and it Neville 19- Chamberlain? Neville Chamberlain was, Neville Chamberlain was like give peace them- in our time. Yeah, yeah. Let's give him the Sudetenland. Is that what it is? And then they were like, and then if we just mm. give them this land, they won't they won't aggress anymore. And like if you give these totalitarian regimes and give and give, you just you are just empowering. Them. Biden is suckling the teat of, of communist. I don't China.
0: know what to
1: do because the uh, what's the other option? War. I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> do we remember back when Donald Trump mentioned? that we do bad things, remember? And everybody was so mad that he questioned American exceptionalism, right? That is an interesting case to keep in mind when we look at this, because what happened with Joe Biden is that he negated 50 years of American foreign policy, Mm -hmm. 50 years of American political philosophy, 50 years of us developing this notion of universal human rights Based on sort of postmodern American liberal values, which are meant to be universal in nature, which is why we went into Iraq, they said, mm-hmm. which is why we went into Afghanistan, they said, which is why we went into Vietnam, they yes. said, to push our universal American values of American liberalism. Yeah. Just in that one moment, Joe Biden introduced the notion of moral relativism. And he says, hey, they got a different culture. They do things a little bit differently, immediately negating our entire philosophical foreign policy position, immediately negating American exceptionalism and just neutering this idea of universal liberalism. People around the world rejoice when he hear yeah. Joe Biden say something like that. Well,
3: his words were very important because it was almost as as he was excusing the activities. He was talking about China's history. Whenever China wasn't united, they were attacked from the outside. And he talked about how this is the cultural norms. Well, if it's your cultural norm to stripped down and have been forced on women to have forced sterilization camps, internment camps. I- I'm trying to wash my words here. Un- unrequested if, if, insemination. If, if, yes, yes. yes. That's, that's one <laughs> way <laughs> that it. we could say it. If, if we're going to have something like that excused as a culture... Uh, that's absolutely inexcusable, and it's extremely dangerous, not just for the Uyghur Muslims, but for all the other people that are going to be under the Chinese umbrella, and because of the Belt and Road Initiative, because of China's goal to become the number one hegemonic power, a lot of people are going to be subjugated under China in the Let's, near future. W-
1: what you just said, Jack. What did you, what did you, uh, the, the, I said that Joe communism. Biden neutered American exceptionalism. No, 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 no. no, oh. that I, I'm, oh, I'm talking talking. Un- unrequested about uh, insemination.
0: Women are being held down. So this news broke. Uh, a witness came out and said that she, her job in the camps was to basically pin the women down while the men came yep. in, take their clothes off, and then yeah, this was reported by the BBC. Force by, by the way, themselves upon them. Yeah. Yeah. We also got numerous reports that many of the women who, on their own, uh, of their own volition, became pregnant. Had the Chinese government paramilitary forcefully end those pregnancies? So they're forcefully try- sterilized. They're trying to
2: sterilize women. the Uyghur population, but force the Han genetic code it, into other Uyghur women. Yes.
3: There's also videos of children being taken away from their parents and then being told to repeat that the Chinese government, the Chinese state, the Chinese country is their mother now. So it, what's happening right now, especially with some of the drone footage that's been leaked of individuals being hooded and put on trains, is Absolutely terrifying, especially when you see the larger response, especially when you see on Twitter an embassy from the Chinese government officially say that it's women's rights that they're promoting, (laughs) women's equality and women's freedom when they have these forced sterilizations on them. That's the kind of like crazy, insane, woke language that they're trying to use to justify this. And you see, you just saw Joe Biden usher and and utter... CCP Chinese Communist Party talking points to the American public, let me, like it was normal. Where no, did he let get let me, the
1: talking points from?
0: I want. I want to say. I'll say two things. The, the first thing is we had China uncensored on the show. Yes. And they said this: the Biden administration has people involved that like what China is doing in terms of their expansion and have praised them. Now I want to read you. I want to read you what uh, what Biden said. Mm. They say, uh, "Here's a quote." I'll just read the quote. I point out to him. No, uh, I'm assuming this is Xi Jinping. No American president can be sustained as a president if he doesn't reflect the values of the United States. The U.S. president continued. And so the idea that I am not going to speak out against what he's doing in Hong Kong, what he's doing with the Uyghurs in Western mountains of China and Taiwan, trying to end the one China policy by making it forceful. Xi gets it. Culturally, there are different norms that each country and their leaders are expected to follow. The norms in China, as shown in a recent BBC News expose, Includes systemic torture and, as we mentioned, women being held down and men, you know, coming in and forcing themselves in these concentration camps. Following the release of the BBC report, China banned the outlet huh. in its territory. Mm. Wow. Because yeah. it is happening.
3: Yeah. There's also a new rule in China where bloggers have to get a government-approved license and credential to talk about politics and foreign policy. But you could still talk about entertainment, food, and beverages. Hey, so that's wait, some wait, of the wait, new wait, where rules. Where is
1: that? China. Oh, in China, the Institute of New. It policies. was close enough yeah. to being like that just happened in the U.S. for me to be like, <laughs> wait, 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 hold on a second. It sounds like what Biden's
2: saying is the only reason he's going to talk disparagingly about what they're doing is because he doesn't <clears throat> want to lose his job.
1: Exactly right. He has to reflect the norms of his country yeah. to stay well, president. Whereas, also, he was saying <sighs> that G G. He also has to reflect the norms of his country. Well, China's influence is is very
3: vast. They're not only expanding all over the world, but they're expanding with a lot of multinational billionaire corporations that do have a big influence in the United States, whether it's Nike, Apple, uh, uh, Disney, you name them. The ties of the Chinese money. Goes to universities, goes to a lot of our key institutions that set policy. So, are we at a stage? And I think we should be seriously asking ourselves where the Chinese have already
1: infiltrated us successfully and are dictating policy. And you got it. And that's
3: not a crazy question to ask. I think that's a legitimate question. They're to all
1: ask. over the place. Yeah. Just when uh, Corona was breaking, mm-hmm. was that scandal of the CCP agents at Ivy League institutions yeah. as spies carrying viruses through the yeah. U.S. Mm-hmm. illegally? Yeah, the
0: story was... was I, I thought it was going to be a bigger story. Yeah. That people who were, were spies for the Chinese government were smuggling in viruses.
2: I no hate joke. That, this- I hate that the CCP is considered the Chinese government. That's like calling the Nazi party the German government. And they like co-opted that country through violent takeover and, and subterfuge. And the the like Mao's communist revolution basically seized control of that country with a monoparty.
3: Well, they rule with an iron fist. They have a social credit score. You say the wrong thing in some... Uh, you know, jurisdictions in China, they will take you, put you in a police room, tie you down, and make you apologize on camera doing unspeakable things to you. Again, uh, it was surprising also to, also to see a response from Naomi Wolf uh, surrounding this particular issue. She wrote that she wanted her vote back <laughs> specifically <laughs> after seeing this video with Joe Biden. She's not but, the but, brightest. But, but <laughs> uh, again, uh, another thing, I, I did th- I did a full video about this on, on We Are Change, but I talked about this because people are always expecting a hot war between China and the United States because we're already at a currency war, a trade war, and the next logical step is a hot war. But I think the war is already being fought, and yes. it's fought with this larger context of generational warfare. It's here in my opinion, and if you look at what is happening in our schools, the United States is losing. It's losing badly, not just with the suicide rates, not just with the increases of mental uh, health uh, crisis in, in, in our schools, not just with the increases of depression, but but even with masculinity. You see China actively trying to make their boys more masculine. In the United States, we have a lot of universities, a lot of schools talking about how masculinity is, of course, toxic. And Dude. Joe Biden just <clears throat> even got rid of a you directive that, that ends transparency of the Chinese government with their ties to American universities.
0: You guys ever play that video game Civilization?
3: Yeah. I yeah. played the original. Me too. Civilization 2 is my them. favorite. It, it was awesome.
0: But but I have, I think, what are we on, 6 now? Yep. One of the ways you can win is called a cultural victory. Yeah. It's where you generate culture that spreads across the planet and seeps into all the other nations and obviously, you know, life imitates art, art imitates life, and all that stuff. Blue in, jeans and rock and roll, baby. In, in the game Civilization, you can win the game by having your culture dominate the world. It doesn't matter if you can control the government of these countries, because your culture, the ideas that spread, essentially dictate the behaviors of the individuals. Another thing that happens in the game is that if you have cities that are surrounding other opponent, you know, other countries' cities, and your culture is just you're mass-producing it, Eventually, those cities request to join your nation or you can lose your city. I bring that up because it is it's just it's just, uh, you know, art imitates life. Life imitates it's art. a culture war, man. Right now in the United States, we have the NBA praising China, defending China. This was a big scandal. We have NBA banning free Hong Kong jerseys, suckling the teat of China, not the United States. In the United States, we believe in free speech. We support the right of the people in Hong Kong to protest. Why would this massive multinational corporation— now, surprisingly, you know, it's funny the NBA has become that— why would they side with China over us? Because we already lost.
3: That's it. China even released statements supporting Black Lives Matter protests in the United States. Joe Biden, one of the first things he also did was sign an executive order banning the term China virus as soon as he came into office. But, of course, he keeps talking about the UK variant for some reason and doesn't (laughs) really understand the larger kind of context surrounding that. But, you know, we have to understand— Joe Biden also made a statement a couple years ago. We knew this was coming. Everyone saw this coming. I mean, anyone paying attention saw the writing on the wall. A few years ago, Joe Biden said that a rising China is a positive development. He put in a lot of people in his State Department that also believe in a similar idea that China rising on the world stage, helping out the global economy is going to to be good for everyone's pockets pocketbooks. Not just theirs. And and exactly. and, And exactly the people that they serve, since Joe Biden is a career politician that is known for always selling out the people
1: all right i got two things to say about china you mentioned the word masculinity i can't let that go so i'm gonna (laughs) chime in on i'm gonna chime in on that but the first thing i'm gonna say is that the saddest most disgusting part of this whole thing about china is how are they financing the belt and road how are they financing all multinational corporations no where did they get the money dude yeah, special interest. No, Billionaires. U.S. dollars yeah. from us dummies, yeah. from all sorry. of us buying money, buying things from China and sending them U.S. dollars. Yeah. They are mercantilist. They have stockpiled U.S. dollars and U.S. assets, and now they're using them to buy up hard assets. So guys, we have traded ports, airports, you know, transportation hubs, infrastructure for cheap Chinese televisions. Now, the second thing I want to say is if China Is advocating masculinity for its men. They know masculinity is a Lindy value. Masculine people build, create, protect, provide, and instruct. That sounds like a winning combination for civilization. In America, what do we do? The American Psychological Association deems masculinity toxic, risk taking competitiveness aggression needs to be medicated and therapy and therapeutically removed from children we have a a a formal demasculinization policy in america to make us weak to make us less build less builders less of creators less of protectors less of providers less of instructors whereas china knows that that's where the money is and that's where the power is And so they're advocating it. This is a new twist that I was not aware of. And
3: it's been in the works for a while, especially if you look at the testosterone rates and the fertility rates in the West, especially in the United States, that are absolutely dropping. Testosterone
1: rate, group testosterone levels are down. Fertility and sperm rates are, uh, you know, sperm counts are down. And I got, we got railed for this last time I talked about grip strength Uh, (laughs) on this show. Yeah. Some guy, some guy made a video and just was mocking us the whole time. It was like, he got like 20,000 views on it. It was funny. All about grip strength. Yes. Group grip strength is down. Why is that important? Because it is a factor, is a data point that shows that men are weak. Apparently hanging from tree branches will help. It really, it does, but we don't do that anymore (laughs) because, because we keep our boys, we keep our boys locked up Mm -hmm. inside medicated. Restricted, and we tell them that competitiveness and aggression and winning, winning is bad. Everybody gets a Who's, medal. What's this company you you mentioned that has said to- the masculinity is toxic? Uh, what's the company? The American no, the American Psychological Association, yeah, though the, the largest mm-hmm. mental health professional association in America, believes that masculinity is toxic and must be treated. Oh, that's gross. It's disgusting. It's everywhere. And by the way, last bit of the rant. It is at the heart of the feminist argument, right? All societies have been patriarchal. All patriarchal societies are oppressive. Where does this patriarchal power come from? Men, what fuels that? Masculinity, masculine energy. How do we end oppression? How do we end patriarchies? We got to eliminate masculine energy. And that is why to be masculine today is to be a pariah, is to be a political dissident. And if you believe in this, come check us out. Liminal order.
0: Let's jump to this story, because it's in a similar vein. This is from the New York Post. Charges against Central Park Karen, Amy Cooper, dismissed. You may be wondering to yourself, what does this story have to do with masculinity and China and all that, everything, actually? This is a story of the woman in Central Park where she had her dog, not on a leash, and this other guy whose name was Chris Cooper, strange, they're not related, different names, and he was basically saying, put your dog on a leash, she said no, he tried offering the dog treats, she wigged out, started screaming, saying you're threatening me, called the police, and she got arrested and charged with filing a false police report. In order to get the charges dismissed, as the New York Post reports, she underwent a psychoeducation at the critical, uh, what is it, the critical theory center or something like that. Where they focused on equity? They There's say therapy Christian, who is in no relation, to Amy was time the woman to leash her dog. Quote: psychoeducation about racial equity is woven into each therapy session to prompt understanding and reflection. Ilizy Elizabeth, uh, uh, Elizabeth Orban told the judge of Amy Cooper's time with the Critical Therapy Center in Manhattan. Oh Miss Cooper's therapist <laughs> reported that she was uh, it was a moving experience and that Miss Cooper learned a lot in their sessions together. Asked if she would speak, she said no
1: they go going to basically explain
0: this is about racial equity training, that instead of going to jail, she was given the chance to go to the you know, critical therapy center, the critical therapy center to undergo therapy sessions, individualized psychoeducation, they called it in China. They enforce their ideology, which is China above all else. They will destroy you. They will weld your doors shut. They will kidnap you in the middle of the night and they will beat you unless you are 100 percent for China. China is trying to make, as Luke mentioned, their men more masculine. In the U.S., we have similar things. They're now telling people to go to re-education centers instead of jail, but they're beating you down. They're telling you to hate America. They're telling young men to not be masculine and not be strong. It's flowing in one direction, a direction that ultimately results in China taking over the world stage, becoming the ultimate superpower. And my question to you is this. Would you like to live under Chinese rules? No. <laughs> Of course not. Of course not.
1: I love how that's the direction things are going. When the NBA,
0: when the NBA comes out and you have these stars being like, hey man, don't rag on China, they pay me a lot of money. In the pocket of the Communist Party. That means that you, your kids, your family, but you know what? Here's the other thing that's happening. As you mentioned, fertility rates are down. People don't have kids to worry about and they're not going to worry about it. In America, we are I think we are being exploited and extracted. I think the Chinese Communist Party knew Thucydides' trap was predicting a hot war. So they said, how can we make it so that people won't fight a war? Well, if they, got, if they don't have kids, they won't care to fight.
2: This is really interesting. Kissinger developed this concept of limited war after World War II in the 60s or something. Um, and basically, they wanted to avoid a hot war, uh, a total war, in his words. So they've started making proxy wars. Vietnam was a proxy war. It was a limited war. Um, Iraq, <laughs> Afghanistan, limited wars. They don't want a total war with China. So now it seems like they don't even want an armed r- war with China. They just want to make it a cultural war.
1: No, China doesn't want an armed war with us. They're beating us in a fourth generation war right now. They're, fifth.
2: They're, I, I think even the global banking industry that's so, cartelling this arms race doesn't want a hot war.
0: So if no. just, just, just citing the San Diego paper that came out, yeah. fourth involved insurgent groups. Fifth involved psychological warfare explicitly.
1: Okay, fine. Fourth yeah. and fifth together. But right. not only that. They uh, have dumped a bunch of fentanyl in our country. They're- and
0: designer drugs. It's more than that. Yeah. yeah. Where, where, where are these kids up in Massachusetts getting their drugs for, for their raids or for their raves? They go online and they order it and it's made in China.
1: We used to get ours from Holland. It was much more fun back then. But <laughs> China is polluting our country with drugs. They're polluting our universities with this communist Marxist ideology. They're helping advance this agenda of weakening our men. They're taking over transportation and infrastructure hubs all around the world. They have co-opted, they have co-opted the the state sport of Indiana, basketball. If we don't even control the highest expression of an American homegrown sport like basketball anymore, I know it seems kind of flimsy if you think about it or just sort of not really related, but it is. What could be more related than that? They've captured an American institution.
3: Well, another thing to really think about here, as China's building power grids all over the world, ours is failing. Indeed. As we're spending trillions of dollars on wasteful wars like Afghanistan, China's not doing that. They're building bases and building relationships with a whole bunch of countries in the Middle East as they're becoming the number one trading partner with countries like Iran that they're trading oil for military gear for. And, and when you see this kind of presence, when you see this kind of prominence, you really have to start asking yourself, what is the United States doing? Well, they're doing an, they're doing a 9/11 style commission surrounding yes. the insurrection which January is again another 6th. waste of time listen. nothing about helping the people increasing our wealth increasing our health increasing our existence on this planet only more stuff that of course divide and conquers us and what's biden's number one policy right now taking away firearms disarming people making them defenseless as he's going to go after the second amendment soon
0: it's Th- it's listen listen yeah. it's all just an indication of the collapse I mentioned this yes. the other episode. There's a funny article from NPR. It says D, uh, uh, National Guard will remain in DC until the fall. <laughs>
5: the, the fall? fall, the, fall. <laughs> <or> <laughs> <Yeah>. the fall is the
0: season
3: or the fall? What
1: we're emphasizing here, and Luke, you, you, you mentioned it just now, is a great example. Our institutions are not only failing us, but they're counterproductive <laughs> yeah. in our lives anymore. Institutions were meant to give you resources, information, structure, health, health. meaning, right? They give you none of that now. All of our institutions have been co-opted and captured. And if you listen to what the institutions tell you, if you listen to conventional wisdom, where are you going to end up? Well, let's see. Nutritional pyramid. Oh, I'm going to (laughs) be fat. Oh, go to college and borrow a bunch of money. Oh, I'm going to be in debt. Oh, get a job. And now, oh, I'm chained to my desk. If you listen to our institutions, if you just listen to what they tell you to do, it is a fact. You will end up fat, sick, chained to a desk, and in debt for the rest of With your life. With three masks on. Right. <laughs> yeah With three masks on why, <laughs> while you're alone yeah. mm-hmm. in, your, in your own Chinese manufactured undergoing, car. Undergoing yeah.
0: a critical therapy session yep. to correct your bad behaviors mm-hmm. because you dared call the police on something. And taking That's gonna
3: cost now you three rushed experimental jabs as now Bill Gates, who also praised China for their mm. response to COVID, just came out recently, also today, and now is saying that people need three shots of the coronavirus I vaccine today. I can't
1: help but yeah. think of Utopia, where... The virus wasn't the real goal; it was getting everybody the vaccine to mark them for something else. Well, well, are you talking about the original Utopia or the I'm new th- one? I'm talking about the original. I don't waste my time with that Well, they, they, The new
0: one was was they, they canceled it because it was freaking people out because the vaccine was sterilizing people. Oh, that's yeah. that was the well, spoiler, alert, I guess. Spoiler, alert. that's they, the original
1: they, one as well. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So in the yeah in the new in the new show they canceled it, I guess, because they were like a lot of people were thinking that you know there's just some parallels here. <laughs> Listen, I think, you know, we have a right to be free of cruel and unusual punishment. You commit a crime, you, you pay a fine, you go to jail, right? What what this story is of this woman, this Karen and the therapy session, this is they, they, they mentioned in the story that they've already been doing it with other people. It's been happening. They're giving you an ultimatum, cruel and unusual punishment or jail. Well, because jail has become this like, because it's awful. People are like, give me the re-education
1: treatment, because I'll just do the diversity training, right? Bro, people went to Vietnam instead of go to jail. This is an offer that has been made by judges for all eternity. You can go do this terrible thing, but in this case, it was go serve your country in Vietnam. It's a little bit different. They always give people alternatives to go to jail. I think, generally speaking, we really don't want people to go to jail. Sure, generally, generally speaking. I'm just but saying. But this is the worst thing. This ever. is the critical therapy. This is terrible. Uh, injection. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like go have your brainwashing. Yeah, seriously. Right. It's horrible. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Looking, I'm looking A critical on critical tw- therapy. Center? I'm looking on Twitter right now, oh, and God. people
3: are, want are are wanting blood for for Amy Cooper. They're like, I'm pissed. This is not enough. This is white privilege. How dare the she? Guys? The New York Times, the mainstream media, CNN are all writing articles about this, saying this is this is not right. She should face punishment. And I'm like, this was. If, if I remember this correctly, this was all a big misunderstanding. You should never call the cops, uh, especially on on a bird watcher. But but I do believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. That the situation occurred because the bird watcher said, "I'm going to do something you don't like." She yeah. freaked and out and tried giving the dog something. She didn't know what was going hold, on. Hold on a second. Yeah.
1: If you guys, some of my followers remember, when Corona hit, I took my kids, our weights, we went out in the front yard. Oh, yeah. We lifted weights in my front yard, and my neighbor called the police on me, not just once, wow. not just twice, but three times, okay? And now you're telling me that calling the police on somebody is a crime if the if the person is not committing a crime? Should my neighbor, my yeah. neighbor needs to go to critical therapy rehabilitation now?
0: Uh, Jack, I think you're right. It, she needs to learn why she was being racist. But I, was, was <laughs> this, she was
1: black and I'm white, so I'm not sure that that's. Gonna,
2: yeah, was like this guy, this, was. this bird watcher, an African, a black? I don't even like Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was a he different tried, race. He tried, we he, didn't even mention this. Well, part he made a it comic book about this. And it's not a different race, well, hold, the human race is one race. He right? tried
0: feeding her dog. He tried coaxing her dog away from her. She freaked out. Uh, oh, so he was trying to
2: get back at her for not having her on his leash.
0: Well, he said he oh, carried no. treats on purpose in the event he found someone doing this. So he was a Karen too. Mm-hmm. But he, he apparently he refused to participate in the trials because he said the woman has already been through enough. She doesn't need punishment. Yeah, and I I, that's I respectable. Kind of right? right. Yeah, it was a dumb park argument that became some stupid culture war moment. But I, I don't care about that. I don't care about the guy. I don't care about the dog. I care about the fact that a judge said, go to a re-education center yes. uh-huh. to learn about equity.
2: Because of the race issue. If he was a white dude, they wouldn't have said that. I, d- no, I it think It wouldn't have been I, on the I, table. I, I,
0: no, I think they still would have. Isn't it a racial? It would become a gender re- issue. No. It just if would, it was it, a white woman, maybe no, they wouldn't.
1: No, 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 it's worse than that. It's worse than that. Critical race theory is now the baseline. Right? So anything can be addressed. By critical race, That's so any conflict that you have, any perception you have mm-hmm. of other people, something bad that you did, no matter what, if it's gender, race, whatever, able-bodied, mm-hmm. who knows what related, critical race theory has captured all of our institutions. You can see it even in like biology, yes. even in like physics, even James Lizzie likes to point out, mm-hmm. even in math. So two course, plus two is five. So of course it's in therapy it's as like, well. It's sad because if they
2: remade Monopoly, it would be like a chance card you could get. Get out of jail free card, but it would be. We like, should uh, play the you, race card.
0: We should remake Monopoly, yeah, not the same like way. A but racial
2: like, justice Monopoly? No, no,
0: just like an updated kind of you know similar game. You know,
2: sure, the bank never runs out of money.
0: Well, that they actually say that in the rules. You know, Monopoly was made to be uh, anti-capitalist. Oh, I didn't know that. Why I didn't know that the, original, know that. the original? The original Monopoly was created by this woman, and she wanted to create a game where people would be really annoyed by what was happening. Where. The rich get richer, and then take everything. That's from how it you works, and, he, huh. yeah. and that's why people flip the monopoly. <laughs> yeah, <on there. laughs> that's happened to me before. Well, so then I guess uh, uh, who was it, Hasbro or something or whatever? Milton know. Bradley? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, some company bought it, or or I think that I don't think they bought. it. I think they stole it from her. Like they just made their own version. And it's based on Atlantic City. So the game was literally supposed to disparage capitalism. But I tell you, this is why nobody wants to play Monopoly. Because it always breaks down to someone having power and just oppressing the other players. Yes. And they're like, okay. You got to get the man. orange
2: properties. There's something about rolling into that no, like red, 17, 18, 19. The red right? properties. I don't, I don't know, man. I, was, I think I was, the, there, the odds <laughs> are you're going to get like a 14 through six, or a, there's, a 16. There's uh, 16
0: through 19 there's on an, the dice. Uh, there, the game Monopoly is solved. So it's a solved game, meaning you can win so long as you do these things every time. And it's been a long time since I've been through the, the theory of Monopoly, but it's buy all the red properties and never buy hotels Hmm. but buy all buy as many houses as possible. If you want
2: three three houses on each property Then no no one that's can what buy. it scales up. But yeah.
0: then no one can buy houses and if they can't buy houses, oh, they can't buy hotels. good point. And then the red properties are statistically the
2: most likely to get landed on because ah. of the probabilities of the dice roll. I always liked orange because the houses were only 100 bucks each, whereas that's the red is where it star. scales up to $150. Any,
0: anyway, not to get you <laughs> know, <laughs> Monopoly this is yes. from Game uh, <laughs> Theory. Onto Monopoly. Hey, no. a couple
2: things I wanted to mention. We, we mentioned the uh, coronavirus. This is a little off topic, but I, I watched this Project Veritas uh, Fauci interview with mark zuckerberg did you guys get to watch the video some of it Mm -hmm. yeah dude fauci's i don't know if he's just too old or what but this is an exact quote from fauci Uh, zuck was asking him about the the vaccine and if it affects the dna and he was like no fauci's response was dna is inherent in your own nucleus cell he said that that phrase dna is inherent in your own nucleus cell this is dr fauci the preeminent virologist what's the what's well, it doesn't make any sense. In your own cell nucleus? I think that's what he meant to say? Yeah, I, I don't I think, know. That,
0: that, I think that matters. I know my, my bigger concern here is when... He's, when
2: he's, he's losing it, dude, and he's supposed to be like the guy talking about... the bigger what the, to do the big, with this stuff. Right, right, right.
0: But the bigger issue with all of that stuff, playing back into what we've been talking about, is our economy is being destroyed. Who benefits? China. Oh, Our that, people are undergoing race therapy trainings, demasculization, and being told the country's bad. Who have, benefits? China.
2: Did you um, ever study the Boxer Rebellion? A little bit. It's, I, the, I wouldn't say
0: study, but I've read about it.
2: At The end it. of the 1800s, basically, the Chinese rose up and tried to push the British out of the country in this Boxer Rebellion. I think it was in Hong 18. Kong, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the British had basically colonized Eastern China and created an opium trade, and were just massively. This is the East India Trading Company, I believe. Massive profiting. They were they were selling drugs to opiates to the Chinese and just destroying the, the China through through the opium trade. And then they they started Hong Kong, I believe it was Hong Kong, and um, were basically poised to take control of China like they did India. They were gonna they were gonna make it a British colony. So the British or the Chinese eventually were like the the empress I think at the time was like no no hell no. So they they rose up and they attacked and just pushed the British all the way back to the coast, murdered all these British people, killed them, pushed them back to the island. And got rid of it, and I think it seems like they're
1: using that as justification to do that to us today. Not just justification, but an actual roadmap. (laughs) Opiates, dude. Mm -hmm, Opiates. They flooded our country. They think I've talked with Jack Posobiec about this a number of times. Mm -hmm. They think in time scales that we can't comprehend. Okay, and they remember that from the 1800s, like for real. And they have a. They had endured a century of shame.
4: Yeah.
1: And now they want revenge for that. (sighs) Opiates are nasty. I've taken them before, yeah. man. They are hardcore. Yeah,
5: and, and I was
2: just it, my friend was like a recovering heroin addict and had um, methadone, Oof. and I was like, "Yeah, I'll try it." Yes, you know, I want to know, I want to understand. And man, it it felt so good. I, I not advocating. No no, 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 I would never. I mean, it's de- it was devastatingly addictive. The next day, I asked him if I could have more, <laughs> and he said no.
4: Uh, yeah,
2: and I, he probably saved me from an opiate addiction. It was so. You know, Felt physically so good.
3: This is the thing we need to understand, especially with the opioids. This is a a thing that exploited our system to the best of its abilities. We're talking about individuals who were in car crashes, had some pain. Doctors were bribed and they gave out this specific medicine that was akin to heroin. People got addicted to it. And what happened? They had to go somewhere else when the doctors cut them off, and that's when they went into fentanyl. That's when they went into heroin. And I've even spent time and, in and, Mexico. And, and, well, this, yep. this led them yep. to the, you know, it was, it was, it was
0: this uh, escalation. Like, you, like you said, what was it? The, 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 the opiates. You know, fentanyl, Percocet, all the stuff. Yeah. Ultimately, leading to a more dramatic result that was detrimental yep. to their I, lives. The, our, voting for Donald Trump.
3: Yeah, our medical system was literally what yes, they did. That's it. I, look, <laughs> got this, got is it. This, this is the bigger important point here. Our medical system was exploited by whether you call it the pharma-industrial complex or if you believe there was a larger conspiracy. But people were told by their doctors, by the people who they were told to trust, take this pain pill. It's okay. They were over-prescribed it. They, then they became addicted. Then they became hooked. And I had to go down to Mexico. I did this full video specifically highlighting a whole treatment center about people recovering from opioids in Mexico because they couldn't get the treatment in the United States to get off the hardcore drugs that they were put on by medical doctors in the United States. So seeing Americans who just were average Americans that suffered car crashes to have to go through this huge pain really makes you wonder institutionally what's happening. And as you mentioned, Jack... Every layer of our institutions screw you over and benefit off of your suffering. And anything that goes against the institutions, anything that goes against the establishment gets cut now on social media. Uh, it gets attacked by mainstream media, and they want to toe the line, keep the line, making you
1: suffer. Forget did you, did forget you, institutions, build networks.
0: Did yeah. you know that China, underground labs, are developing new potent opiates Jeez. to send to the United States? What? I mean, it only took me two seconds to Google search oh, this. yeah. It's from 2017. Underground labs in China are devising potent new opiates faster than authorities can respond. And they talk about people in the United States who are catching this finding the stuff, taking it, getting sick, ODing, dying, and it's being manufactured,
2: of course, in China. This is like legit uh, a roadmap. This is this the opium war. This
0: is this is it's it's this is warfare. They are poisoning us. And it is it is it is through American gluttony that it's happening. And so I've said this before. Mm. I think Joe Biden and the Democratic establishment, and of course, the Republicans, are just extracting as much as they can before the ship sinks. They're the people in the Titanic running around grabbing as much of the silverware as they can before they jump onto a life Joe raft. Biden,
2: you think, is too?
0: Of course he is. He just defended the, the concentration camps. Yes. Tony Bobulinski, a family confidant for the Biden, said he was crooked and, and, and uh, corrupted by China. They apparently got a, what, what was it, a $5 million interest-free loan to the, to, the, to, the Bi- to, uh, to Hunter Biden after Joe flew his son on government property for a private deal. Why was the vice president using government property to fly his son out for a private deal for his family? Crooked. In- and now he's defending internment camps? Come on, man. When, two plus two equals four. I mean, say-
3: imagine, imagine being a, a Uyghur. Imagine being in Taiwan right now. You'd be terrified of what's going on right now. It's, and, and they it's are horrible. they're protesting yeah.
0: in support of Donald Trump. Yeah, sorry,
3: Ian, go ahead. Oh,
2: you said interest free loan. Does that mean they never have to pay it back? Uh, uh, forgivable, yeah, interest free, forgivable loan. That so was what was reported. Well, you know, call it what you want. It's a bribe. Yeah, he was his son was bribed by the Chinese.
0: <laughs> his son? His yeah, son? Apparently, his
2: family who brought his son
0: family, there. Yeah,
2: who flew him on Air Force Two? Allowing his son to get bribed? That's
0: crazy. No, let's be real. We know who the big guy is. We know who the big guy was in those emails. And don't take it from me. Take it from family confidant Tony Bobulinski, who said that's Joe Biden. He was the one benefiting from this. Why is there an active investigation of Hunter and and was it Jimmy Jim Biden, his brother? Yeah. Why is it that Politico reported around the time that Joe Biden was put in charge of overseeing military operations in Iraq? (laughs) His his brother got a bunch of contracts to build up to build uh, uh, to build there. Make, making millions of dollars, it's great, isn't it? No. That's called Biden Inc., according to Politico. But uh, <sighs> nowadays, it's just conspiracy theory, I guess. Mm. Then Joe Biden goes into town hall and says, "Look, I'm not going to criticize literal concentration camps for religious minorities." It, That's Joe Biden. It's I, not it's conspiracy insane.
1: theory; it's evidence based theory. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I have to keep up appearances. I got, I got to reflect the norms of my country. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it to him. But we both know I'm cool with it.
0: Yeah. I, this is why I thought it was so dumb. Tucker did the whole Joe. What did The Joe and Jill Biden love thing, being a PR stunt
4: That's or something. Not the focus. Do you see that? Tucker did a
3: segment talking about it. Yes, and he was talking about how the mainstream media was suckling up to him, saying that they're going to buy him donuts and and share cookies and have coffee. That's Joe Biden walked over and gave his coffee to one of the reporters, and the reporter's (laughs) like, oh my gosh, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm going to get in trouble. (laughs) Oh no. And she's like, okay, I'll take your coffee. Yeah, we're going to have donuts later. (laughs) Uh. And and, and again, I think Tucker brought up an interesting point, because when you look at the sycophantic love affair that that the mainstream media has with Joe Biden, when you compare it to what they did with, with with trump it's a complete 180 we also had abc news and newsweek literally unironically put out two full page articles about yes joe biden playing mario kart with his family that's it that well, was the whole so, article so, so nothing else are we nothing are, else he are, picked we, Luigi. are we allowed to
0: point out <laughs> that uh you know People are dying of COVID while Joe Biden plays video exactly. games. Huh? We should. Yeah. 27, 9, Let, that's, exactly. that's, that's, that's what the
3: mainstream media did. They were like, Donald Trump's playing golf as hundreds of thousands of people right. are dying from COVID-19. Meanwhile, they're like, look how great and cute Biden is playing I, I, video I, games. Listen, listen. It's one thing to criticize the media for being
0: biased. But can we criticize them for funding terror?
3: Ooh. In this
0: story from Deseret, Utah activist in Capitol riot sold his video to CNN and NBC for $35,000 wow. each.
3: That's a lot This of money. guy
0: is charged with storming the Capitol, but he's a leftist. So CNN gave him 35 grand providing material support to a guy who runs a group or who started a group called Insurgents USA and was a frequent activist attending BLM and Antifa protests and then later denied being involved at all. Sorry, bro. But what I find funny is you can be uh, you can be a moderately liberal individual. You go as a journalist, you go and interview, say, the Proud Boys. And then the media says that proves you're far right. You can actually start a leftist insurgent organization, go to BLM rallies, go to Antifa rallies. And -hmm. then as soon as they report on the negative things you did, you say, oh, actually, I'm not involved. They go, oh, okay, we'll take your word for it. There you go. But uh, more to the point. CNN claimed over and over and over again what happened there was a terror attack in the Capitol. Huh. Yet they were the ones immediately after it happened who provided $35,000. To one of these guys,
3: to the, to the who to was cheering of, it on during one of the most scariest to burn moments, as a woman got shot in the whole melee that he was a part of creating, and he was screaming like she's dead, she's dead. And thirty five thousand dollars. I mean, I, I covered a lot of crazy protest footage, and I have some of the most wildest footage. I had news organizations come to me try to offer my stuff. Thirty five thousand dollars is an absurd number. Do you know what in my the video? Opinion. Do you know what he sold? Yeah, the shooting video.
0: Yeah, it was the video of the woman who lost her life. She so he had the exclusive footage, and he got $70,000 for it. There's got to be some kind of criminal statute for this, right? This 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 was this was uh, evidence obtained in the commission of a crime. This was an individual who was breaking the law and filming himself breaking the law, and CNN rushed out full speed not only to put the guy on air. They put him on air and claimed he was an activist. They bought the footage from him.
1: Yeah, I think usually if criminals are profitable, you just— you just kind of How, much How much did they pay Muhammad? How much did they pay Mohammed Atta for his like in-flight footage on nine eleven? I'm joking, but they might have. They would have done that. Probably, they would have paid for that. Don't you think? I don't. I don't, I, 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 I don't think so. I think, I think
0: the problem is that politics flows one direction. That while, even though this guy is, is is being charged with with several crimes, and he recently got new charges added, the news news outlets don't care about you or me or anyone who's listening to this show. They don't care. They know
2: who their audience is, and they're they're, they're feeding the beast. It's power, man. Operation Paperclip, they took a bunch of Nazi scientists that were doing what we would have considered illegal, you know, funding the enemy. We
0: we literally considered it illegal.
2: And then we just waived their crimes and then made them American citizens and and paid them a bunch of money because we liked what they were doing. And we all know what that resulted
0: in. You know that uh, that that mad scientist guy puts his brain in the computer and then takes over uh, Shield uh-huh. and then Hydra. Yes. You know is this. Mm-hmm. yeah and Fallout out. New Vegas. <laughs> no, that's the Winter Soldier, Captain yeah. America. It, ma-
1: it makes me want to just think for a second. Trump, he said the quiet part out loud when he talked about us doing bad things, right? Biden just admits that there is no universal liberalism, there is no universal human rights. There's only moral relativism.
0: There's only profit, power, and the agenda of those who have it.
1: Is is Are we just finally acknowledging that maybe this whole American story that we built up, this whole myth about us being the good guys and doing the right thing all the time, it's just a bunch of crap. We, we, like we,
0: but we've always known that. Like, th- this is the country where we learn history is written by the victors. This is the country where you are allowed to burn the American flag, for better or for worse. Even back in the day when it was way more controversial and people would try and cancel you over it, you can still do it. You can't do that in China in any capacity. They'll just lock you and weld your door – lock you in your home, weld your door shut, and then you die. This is so the, the, we – we look, there, there's that, that famous sketch where the two guys – was it Hamish and Andy, I think? I'm not sure. And they're they're dressed like Nazis, and they're like – our their symbol is yeah. the skull and crossbones. And the guy's like, are we the baddies? Yeah. <laughs> like, we have a skull and crossbones. They were. America does bad things. But if you believe in the world of superheroes who are perfect and can do no wrong, well, then I got a, you know, look, I got a a comic book to sell you because that's just not the real world. But good guys have flaws. The United States has serious flaws. But I think it's true that we are and have been the good guys. And there have been a lot of really messed up things America has done. And America has been exploited by a lot of special interests and evil people. But for the most part, we we have been, this is one of the best countries to have ever existed, if not the best, in terms of civil rights for all people. The, the the rights. I'll, I'll tell you something real crazy, man. I got. I, I have to be careful when I go to certain countries. Uh, people in this country they think it's funny when I mention that I'm mixed race, but they don't understand that that's that's very dangerous in a lot of countries in the world. The views held about being mixed are extremely ethnocentric, and it's like that's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. I uh, I went to Korea, for instance, and I had a lot of people say, "Oh man, wow, yeah, no, you shouldn't." Like that's that's like not okay. You know what I mean? This country is amazing. We've not always been perfect, but we have moved towards bettering everything as we've gone, you know, moved forward. And even today, it's 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 this country has done so well to protect rights that we actually have a problem of people exploiting our desire to do good. Our goodwill is being exploited by critical race theorists who are trying to destroy this country and who hate it. It
2: seems like the age of decadence, like where all this infighting, like it makes me think of the Romans at the end of the Roman Empire. Yep. Where And has there ever been an empire that wasn't ultimately invaded by militant conquerors and then transfixed, you know, changed? Has there ever been one? Has there ever been an empire that peacefully became a new a new country?
0: Two hundred and fifty years. Well, yeah. Well, Ooh, I, don't, I don't know about peacefully, but yeah, I don't either. Happens. Yeah, it's either
2: collapse and violent takeover. That's like the history of all countries and empires. That's just the history of power, dude. Yeah. So is that what we're destined for? Is a Chinese military takeover of this country? Fifth gen. Well, yes, but not military. Yes.
3: Fifth generational warfare. I'm talking about military takeover. It might have violent. Happened.
0: It doesn't need to be military. That's It doesn't a, that's, have that's, to be
3: violent. It doesn't have to be bullets. It doesn't have to be bombs. It's information. It's data. Data is the new oil.
2: And out of their house in the middle of the night the by da- Chinese no, Communist No, censored.
3: Party. Censored. They're taken offline. Making sure you can't use banks online. That's, the, that's one way Austracite. that they can do it. S- sending
1: so. misdemeanor offenders for calling the cops by accident on the to wrong guy to re-education camps is a sign of victory. Now, I'm glad we sort of took the bait here on my sort of Socratic asking this question about is America everything we remember. It to be, I think what we're what we're what we're really observing here is that it is one thing to be inside and to be an American in America, is another thing to be on the outside and not be an American vis-a-vis American power in the world, right? And the way that we conduct ourselves overseas and the way that we try to push our universal liberalism, moral rights, or human rights on everybody else in over their objections, right? It, and at the same time as like preserving all of our stuff at home and saying this can't be corrupted in any way. It presents a hypocrisy that people resent for, resent us around the world. There's no question about that. But yo, do I want to live anywhere else where I'm actually not the king? No. The only place I want to live anywhere else other than here is someplace where I'm actually the sovereign. That, that, that's my next, you know, (laughs) that's my next project.
3: Well, the thing that makes America special is the First and Second Amendment, something that is also in grave danger from being taken away from us in one way or another. Digitally, online, the information communication highways are taken over by special interests, and they're limiting people's speech. The Second Amendment also is in grave danger as well. There's already a lot of limitations, but let's be honest here, comparatively around the world, not a lot of people have the First and Second Amendment. Now, Mm -hmm. as you said, Jack, uh, the military-industrial complex has hijacked American foreign policy, and the amount of human suffering and has caused all around the world oh boy, there, does there need to be a, a a realization to this and an understanding of this because the consequences are far greater than what a lot of naive people in the United States could even understand. So you have to understand, you have to take these two, nothing's perfect, we only could strive to be better by understanding it and having an honest discussion about it, which we're trying to do here.
1: We have to preserve, I'm sorry to inter-
2: interrupt your thoughts. Well, I, I hadn't I'm even spoken to you next, yet. Jackie.
1: I mean, it's like you got a neighbor next door who's like at home, everything's beautiful in their house and all the kids are successful and they got all the money in the world, and it's totally free and and loving and kind inside their house. And then they're the biggest jerks you ever met in your neighborhood, and they're killing everybody who doesn't think the way that they do. That is a dichotomy that is really hard to square. That is a that is a contradiction. Our actions collectively as a nation represented on the world stage don't necessarily jive up with our theories on and our ideas of, of who we are at home. This is why I think we got to vehemently
2: protect the Constitution because there could come a day when the U.S. government is so hands off and disregarded of the Constitution that they allow extradition of American citizens to China for well crap talk in the but Chinese what government. What they've
1: already done is allow the Constitution to be subordinated to terms of service. Right. Corporate terms of service now supersede the Constitution. Yeah. So, um, I, got, I got a question though. Uh, in Chicago.
0: For the longest time growing up, you couldn't have guns. Like, basically, period. You just couldn't have them. And then there was some big Supreme Court ruling. And then a bunch of these, you know, Chicago Democrats were freaking out because Supreme Court was like, yo, you can't ban people from having guns. So all of a sudden, businesses started putting signs all over their door, you know, all over the stickers on their doors. No weapons allowed in this business. No weapons allowed in this business. So now you can have a weapon. But if you're walking around with it, you're not going to be able to go into any buildings. Not legally, I guess they could kick you out. I'm curious about like private roads. Could, could, could someone who owns a toll road, private road, say you can't bring weapons on this road? We'll kick you off. We'll, we'll ban you from using it. The, the the, ro- the, the, just real quick. The reason I bring uh, this up is if we're moving in a direction where you know our speech is now subjected to terms of service and we don't use the public space anymore, will there eventually be a time when other elements that are protected by the, the Constitution go private and then we no longer have those rights? Courts, policing, etc.
1: Well, it's happening right now with the way that we talk to each other. Free speech, in the same way, the terms of service are superseding the Constitution. They're abridging your rights, First Amendment rights, and the government seems very happy to allow that to happen. As a matter of fact, don't you think that the folks on the left in power in the United States government, they look to this censorship that is taking place, these new terms of service that supersede the Constitution, they're actually getting the work done that they wish that they could accomplish through the government, they are silencing their political opposition. They silenced the most powerful man in the world, mm-hmm. the president of America, of the United States. They 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 banned him while he was in office, which is just what the left wish could happen. So the, the the people who are in power, who are who are guardians and defenders, who have taken oaths to defend the Constitution, gleefully allow these corporations to run amok and establish terms of service which supersede the Constitution. Let's let's
2: talk about what happens when... let Let me say this real quick. This is like a visceral misnomer of human rights. To allow a corporation to violate your rights because you don't want to violate their rights is like saying you're going to allow the Chinese government to take you and fly you to China to put you in a Chinese prison because you're not going to violate their right to do that. We have a government to protect our rights. That's why it's in place. My rights, so, your so, rights, so, our rights. So here's not, what it, not corporate rights. Those aren't even people.
1: Nah, that's not so, what the Supreme Court said.
0: So here's what happens when you end up with government versus out-of-control tech. From CNBC, Facebook will ban Australian users from sharing or viewing news. Or viewing what? news. I want to show you this tweet we got from Ian Miles Chong. He says, rip. Quillette. For those that aren't familiar, Quillette is a magazine based in Australia, and they're fairly anti-woke. They oppose critical race theory for the most part. But they do offer up just kind of a free thinking space for people to debate ideas. Well, like them, like many other news publications, have had all of their pages essentially stripped. Why? What's going on right now with news in around the world? There's a big argument over whether or not Google and Facebook have destroyed news. So, uh, Google, for instance. If I write a news article and then there's a bunch of text, you know, Jack Murphy shut up Tim Pool's house, did a backflip, everyone cheered. Double. I, I'm, I saw I'm, it. There's a double backflip, right. Yeah. So I'm writing this article because I want you to come to my website and I want you to read this and in turn get exposed to advertisements for which I make money. Google scrapes all of that text and just publishes it on Google. So some people just read Google News, don't go to the site. The site doesn't get the money, but still did the work. It's resulted in news organizations going after Google, smearing them, smearing YouTube, and trying to essentially destroy Google's business model because, well, it's taking from them. I can I can understand the problem of what Google is doing, stripping, you know, scraping the text and then republishing it, essentially. But in this, a law was passed basically saying, you can't do this. You've got to share the the, the revenue. Facebook said, nah, we ain't going to do that. We're just going to ban all news from Facebook. Do something about it. They are too powerful. Australian news is gone from Facebook. That's crazy. That is one of the biggest... uh, This is one of the biggest instances of censorship we have ever seen. Now, part of me wants to throw it back to good old Thomas Jefferson. A man who reads nothing is more educated than a man who reads the newspaper. And I don't know. It's an (laughs) interesting experiment. We'll see what happens. But regardless, people have a right to share news if they want to. It is insane to me that Facebook can say... You're accusing us of costing these news organizations money and stealing from them. Okay. Well, then no one gets to use the platform. So what? That's it. They take over the public town square. They take over the flow of news. And then when you dare say, we will not allow you to do this without, you know, pitching back in, they say, okay, then we will snap our fingers and destroy the system. I'll tell you what this is. It's very simple. You, they slowly gave people opiates until they developed an addiction. And these people then abandoned the rest of their lives saying, okay, this makes me feel good. Now that Facebook has total control over the system and the network, they say, now we can take it away. What are you going to do about it? People used to get their news in other ways. Facebook made it easier. Now that Facebook has a monopoly, they can simply say, we'll take it from you and cause panic.
1: <clears throat> exactly right. I'd like to dig a little bit deeper into that mechanism, though. It's not just simply that they made it easier. is What Facebook did, They is they, they took all the advertisers... Which used to support the local news and they move those advertisers to Facebook. So now all the advertisers are hooked on Facebook and now the local news don't get any Facebook or sorry, any advertising dollars unless they run it through Facebook. So there's now literally no market for these local newspapers to find advertisers sufficient enough to support them. And we have like laws against, like against that, you know, uh, um, uh, war war chest uh, using your war chest and negative prices in order to go out and capture markets using your market power to kill entire industries and such like that so that was the vector by which this all happened and then you add to it the fact that social media is designed to literally hijack your brain it's designed to literally change the 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 the, uh, the chemicals in the reactions, your physiology in your brain, and as you said, literally make you addicted to pull. You know that feeling. I know you all know it when you pull down. Oh my god! Yeah. And there's just that moment where it spins for a second, and you just <laughs> you just don't know what's going to like, come.
2: Twenty plus new notifications. What's it, that plus? It, and, then, I, that and, plus? Then, and and
1: I'll just admit, for somebody in my line of work where I make all of my money online, it's exclusively online. Every time I pull that thing down, man, could, oh, be, could be money. So,
0: so listen, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing that people are now, it's kind of like going cold turkey. They wake up one day, they look at their, their Facebook feed and they're refreshing and there's no news anymore and they start getting the shakes and they're like, what am I going to do? And now they're getting pulled out of the matrix yes, hard. Good. The algorithms were not healthy for
2: people. So maybe in the end, it still is a good thing. I don't think so. Because the way you were, the way you were laying it out makes a lot of sense that it's like a public highway. It's become the public highway of right. the mind. And now they're seizing your access to it. It makes no sense. Well, they're Deciding, basically green they're cars. We were not gonna like green cars on this highway. We don't like the way it looks. Shut the whole highway down. We don't we don't we don't like that
0: people are no, using the highway that way. No,
1: it's a little bit different than that. It's like you can still use the highway, but when you pull off the rest stop, you can't get Sabarrow anymore. You can just have no pizza. Well, I know they, they banned all news. That's what I'm saying. It's gone. But you can but but the user, the could still be there. I almost said the customer. <laughs> I think that's interchangeable. The u- no, 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 no the not. user isn't the customer. The user isn't the the customer. Customer they're is the customer. The customer is the data. Front, the
0: people buying the data, they're the product. They're the, product. They're the yeah. product. Those mm. people
1: are still on the highway. It's just they when they go to that rest stop that's exclusively monopoly controlled by that highway. And all there is is usually a Starbucks, a Saburo, and a Burger Chef, whatever that is anymore. Like they're all gone now. They just so they pull off at the rest stop. There's nothing there, so now you're just hungry. Yeah, you have to use Facebook food. Only. And
0: and and the, I guess a way to put it is we used to just stay on the highway and get our food from there. And many people eventually forgot the restaurants they used to go to. Yeah. And now one day Facebook says, "Oh, y'all y'all want a cut of so so there there these companies are using the the, uh, the highway that we contribute to." and it's caused damage to the rest of the economy. And so when we come in and say, yo, we've got to rectify this because it's destroying things, they say, we'll just take all your food away. Then what will you do about it?
1: I imagine this is costing Facebook money, this move that they've decided to, to, oh, yeah. to ban all news. So I'm I'm guessing that this is a gambit that they hope doesn't become permanent, right? This is this is a way of them being like, your law is dumb, watch how dumb it is. Yeah.
0: I don't think Facebook cares. They, how they, how Facebook, Facebook has already said they lose. want to get rid of politics. They want mm. to de-rank political content. So they're like good. I think they they make so much money. They can afford to tell an entire government an entire nation F you. That's amazing, right? You see what happens when these when these companies become too powerful. They 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 look, there is a, a pro and a con, right? Government is not perfect. Government does a lot of really really bad things. So you need private companies and competition to help make things work and then you need governments to kind of referee. We can see the worst, you know, we can see really, really awful things come from governments. We've literally just been ragging on China's government for a long time. Australia's moves are not perfect. The problem is corporate power is also, when it's unchecked, really, it's, it's what's the difference? Government
2: means to control the mind. Govern meaning control. Mind meaning, meant meaning mind. And it's that's basically what is the mind control of the day? Sometimes we give our power to an institution that we've created through paperwork like the U.S. government. Sometimes it's the dollar that people are obsessed with. Sometimes it becomes social networks that are guiding what you can see and can't see. And that is the government of the day are these social networks and money. It just depends on how how zealous you are, I guess. But these these things are controlling our daily thoughts. They're, They're allowing us access to what they want. It's crazy that Mark
1: has that much control. We didn't elect him. It's not a U.S. Yes, we did. Oh, we fund, all man. elected Mark in charge by using the GD product. Yeah, This is the part that I can't get away from, guys. We all used the product. Yeah. It, we, but we made it happen. But we're born into a system what? where it's prevalent. So it's... The kids that are three
2: and four using it because no, no, their no, friends at school use it aren't I, like I remember, it. I remember.
1: I remember when you couldn't get in, but if you were in just a few different universities, and I went to Georgetown and I was like waiting for them to add Georgetown to the list. And I was like, yes, and I was in. I wanted that ish bad. Yeah, but it's become so prevalent now that I'm just people saying people are inducted our without our preferences like- led to this outcome.
3: Yeah, our personal so- choices, which which again, there's a lot of unfair market conditions that happen, especially with government intervention in these big social tech companies. But what Jack talks about, Ian, just like you know, people vote for puppets; they're called politicians. People also <laughs> vote with their dollars. They vote with their likes. They vote with their shares. They vote <laughs> with their attention. Yes. And what you give attention to, you grow. And we have a choice. That's why I've been saying. My email list, email list. Ja- uh, 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 James uh, was was talking about it yesterday. And that's why you guys have your own website now with your own subscription feed. Mm-hmm. This is this is what we all need to do. We're realizing it. So this experiment is going to be very exciting to see how it plays out because with what Facebook saying pretty much, you know, F you to the entire government of Australia. This is going to have some interesting ramifications worldwide, and people who are wanting to see the news—I mean, already Facebook is, according to some estimates, in decline. Already, there's a lot of boomer people just complaining and nagging on there. <sighs> already, the algorithm is just filled with a lot of just hateful, wasteful stuff. I don't—I barely use it anymore. Uh, I got fact-checked on it today, but 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 uh, it's it's not something I engage in. But but Ian, one thing that we're trying to to un- make people understand is. Because we're on it, because we're participating it in it, we're allowing it to be as prevalent we're all and just complicit. like and just like MySpace and just like all these other big tech kind of social media platforms that came and went. I do believe there will be a day where Facebook will come and will go soon.
2: I, I Maybe. agree. I, like yeah. AOL. I agree yeah. that we are complicit <laughs> and <laughs> empowering the system by using it. But you also can make that argument about the US government and taxes. Like we're born into having a social security number. We didn't ask for it, but the system was created by someone that chose to create it and start to use it. Now it's become so prevalent that is second nature. We're not it's not we're not asked if we want to have a social security number or if we want to pay taxes. We're just and you can't you, go anywhere. And and it's starting to happen with social networking. Is These kids aren't asked, do you want to ha- have this be a through line to your friends? It's just that's the way society is built right now.
1: Are you kidding? My kids don't give two You're a special about genius th- about man.
0: Facebook.
2: Unfortunately. No, Facebook. Are they on Instagram?
1: They are. Then they're on Facebook. Indeed. Yep. Although they both have limited screen time on Facebook, and my son only has a business account on, on Instagram, rather.
2: And this yeah, is you, Jack. You're like a... a evolved dude and your kids are on instagram like it's a big it's in us
0: it's not just it's it's not just uh choice it's uh sometimes you'll be like hey you need to use this uh messaging software for work how do i log in will you log in through facebook or google Huh. oh you got to use this financial service uh, okay, I'm using this financial service. How do I log in through Facebook or, or Google?
1: Dude, anything that makes your life easier on the internet, you should just run away from. Run, turn, turn around and run away. 100%. Yeah. get harder. Unless you're paying for it.
4: Exactly.
2: I was trying to put Google Analytics on my website last night.
1: I mean, they're good. It was
2: a bit of a <laughs> headache. I didn't get it finished,
1: but. Yeah, they are good. <laughs>
4: they are good. Yeah, That's someone,
2: the problem. They make good stuff. Yeah. Google
0: owns the advertising machine. And and what what a lot of these companies didn't realize, before Google became the behemoth, they started planting seeds of where they wanted to be and what they wanted to control. They started buying things out. Then once advertising started sh- started shifting, Google found themselves in the perfect position. Now that advertising is getting away from, you know, terrestrial radio television and becoming more digital, Google owns it. Facebook owns a decent portion of it as well. I think it's like 47% Google and like 43% Facebook and then you know, pockets of other networks in between.
1: That's why there's actually a lot of options in order uh, if you want to break them up. There's a lot of options. You break up the ad stuff from the search stuff. You break up the indexing from the searching. There's a number of ways to break them up. You give
3: people a bill of rights of privacy... To make D- sure that da- their rates? data doesn't get sold down the line to all these multinational corporations about every little aspect of your existence? That would be a nice beginning here. Hey, don't, 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 don't uh, program when I take a crap, okay? You know, you, know, <laughs> you know the craziest thing to me
0: about the algorithmic feeds for ads is, I only ever get ads for things I already bought. Right? No, for real. I, I, I'll go to Amazon and I'll be like, I need a spatula for, for, you know, a pie scraper or something. And then I get ads all over the place. Do you pie scraper? And I'm like, I bought it already, yeah. dude. What are you doing?
1: It's the stupidest thing ever. You may have a shorter time between, let me investigate what I want to buy and purchase than most people, Tim, just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, think Luke, so. <laughs> I want to go back to this digital, digital. You're laughing. Out I was. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm look, look, looking around. Yep, uh, you I know, that. I, want, I want to go back to what you're talking about, the digital bill of rights. So, John Robb, uh, an amazing futurist, special forces guy, invented RSS, advised DOD and joint chiefs. This guy knows what he's talking about and his focus. Is on a digital bill of rights because he understands that we need to own our data. That's mm-hmm. the first thing to, that's sovereignty. Oh, yeah. Own your own data. Our, our five year old kids in elementary school are selling unknowingly, giving away their yeah. data by participating, by participating in education systems. How I love this idea of a digital bill of rights. How do we get
3: there? Yeah. Uh, just like uh, collective bargaining. Uh, i think people need to understand that they have all the power that they uh, until social media companies abide by these certain rules we're not going to be using them and i think it, it it is possible but the odds are definitely against us it's a david versus goliath battle but just as uh, just as you said we should have power of about what data is sold on us just like what we decide to give to them should be decided by us and not a huge terms of services that's 20 pages long as that that you can't even read you know mm-hmm. So, again, impossible fight. They would censor the crap out of it. They would make sure it gets no traction. But I think I still think it's it's worth fighting, because you never know when, when David's going to have that lucky shot and um, knock down Goliath.
0: I think the bigger problem is that the left is fervent, riotous, angry, and demanding. And those that are not aligned with the cult tend to be, I don't know, cowardly. Yep. Not, not, I, I say, I say tend to be because there's obviously people like, you know, us here, the people who watch the show who speak up, people like James O'Keefe, people like Jack, who turned your, you know, his canceling into an, 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 uh, an advantage. But who's, who's gonna get off Twitter? Like, who's going to be like, I quit, I harumph, you know, and then be like, I refuse until they fix these things. Well, the thing
3: is, uh, the big tech companies are kind of also shooting themselves in the foot as well by by blocking all the really exciting people, all the edgy people, all the wild people. All of them are gone off of all the big social tech That's media platforms, whether you like them or not. Uh, it, they were pretty uh, exciting. They They got a lot of attention. A lot of them are gone. So a lot of new apps are coming in, and this is why they have to go as far as to ban Parlor of all things. I mean, that was an extreme that was a big move. It was growing too fast. It was exactly. a threat. They told everyone, make your own social media company. People did. <laughs> and then what did they do in response to that? That was a major step. So so just like every fad, things come and go. I truly do believe Twitter, Facebook, Google, I mean, they're trying to cement themselves as as powers that be forever. But I think their time is limited because just like it came as fast and as quickly as it did, it could go as well as fast as quickly.
0: It's asymmetrical war, and I think it's obvious that, you know, uh, everybody knows a good guy's lost. You yeah. know, you look at you look at censorship getting worse, it's not getting better. You look at Joe Biden placating China, it's getting worse, it's not getting better. You look at the, the demonization and the vile, just disgusting things being said about Rush Limbaugh, it's just getting worse, not getting better conservatives didn't do that to ruth bader ginsburg not i'm not trying to compare the two like they're the same thing but conservatives do not do this now there's an exception that some some of these you know some people aligned with the right do say awful things i've seen it and i called them out but as matt walsh said it's the exception not the rule on the left it's the rule not the exception it's only getting worse uh antifa is still riding up in portland no one's stopping them just getting worse so i mean Forgive me if I'm not overly optimistic. There are some things I am optimistic about. Michael Malice believes that we're, you know, these conversations and things like this shows that we're on a path towards actual victory. And, And maybe it's fair to say that getting worse means the night is always darkest before the dawn. And eventually they're going to implode under the weight of their own insanity and hypocrisy. And then regular people will finally say, I've had enough. I wonder when that moment will be, though. When people go to their windows, fling open the wind, you know, the shades and say, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore.
1: It takes a crisis. It takes trauma. It takes a serious personal trauma, traumatic experience in order to break people free of ego invested mental models and narratives that they've adopted. Right. Your mind is the battle space right now. Your mind is the battlefield. If you don't actively occupy your mind, defend it and fill it with the ideas of your choice. They will be it will be filled with by other hostile actors we're all connected we all have permeable uh, barriers that might as well not even exist anybody can inject any old idea into your brain that they want and they're taking control of your behavior through mind control so it takes personal trauma to cause people to even reflect on whether or not their choice of mindset choice was healthy for them and then to go through an experience where they're ego detached from this this mindset—that yep. is a real phenomenon that must take place.
3: That's why I really do believe that there is a bigger agenda, whether it's the algorithm or the newsfeed, to keep you in this negative thought loop, to keep you afraid, to keep you hating each other, to, to keep pushing this kind of race baiting, divide and conquer agenda. And it's not just about race; it's about uh, your your sex, your your identity, your gender, your health, all these other ideas that they could find that they could f- make you fight each other or hate each other over. They're Exploiting to the fullest extent, and and as you mentioned, Jack, uh, your your mind is, is like a muscle. And you get to choose whether you're going to be optimistic and positive or pessimistic and negative. And those choices are absolutely crucial. And when your perspective of the world is controlled by a few tech oligarchs, by a few billionaires, it's in their best interest to make you believe that all hope is lost, everything's very negative, everything's very bad, and nothing, go- nothing ever good is going to come out of anything. Resistance is futile, as they said in those. Your big technology Hollywood and culture will be assimilated. A- Exactly. And, and and in reality, wow, exactly. they, they, are, they are a lot more fragile than we
2: even know. This supports my theory of humility and why self-trauma is... Imposing trauma on yourself is so important by hu- humiliating yourself in front of people is similar to working out. If you don't create muscular trauma by working out, you will have trauma imposed on you from the outside because you will become so weak that you can't handle it. And it's the same way with your mind. One, 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 one way to, to expand on that is if you don't, when you, and when you exercise
0: your arm, right? You're damaging the proteins in the muscle and then your body replaces that, makes it stronger, makes it better. Depending on what you're doing, you're getting muscle memory. If you don't develop that and you become feeble and out of shape, the trauma could destroy you outright. So you need to harden yourself to prepare for when. Somebody might come and run full speed and punch you in the gut.
4: Jordan Peterson. What
1: we're talking about. Is that
0: exactly what he says? No, that's he says, not what he says. take a punch <laughs> to the gut yeah. like Houdini? He totally yeah. says exactly that. What,
1: what, we're, what we're talking about here, the secret sauce in all of this is intentionality. Yeah. Are you going to be passive? If you are going to be passive, you're dead. You're dead. Mm-hmm. You're sick. You're fat. You're chained to a desk. And you believe in an ideology that wants you to commit suicide, basically.
0: Is, isn't this the crazy thing, though, about the Great Reset? Right? So one of the problems right now with this Great Reset stuff is that all the lockdown that we're, the, the lockdown stuff we're seeing is making people horribly out of shape. They're like, blood levels are getting worse. They're s- sort of decaying in their own homes. But if the idea... This is why I don't trust these people, and I think they're lying. If the idea was truly to not own anything and be happy, minimalism. I well, actually am a fan of this. I love the idea that we find happiness in just walking mm. through the forest and maybe just rolling up your sleeves and doing a good day's hard work. I'd love if that was, you know, the movement and the idea... That behavior would make you stronger. Instead, they're calling it the Great Reset, but then locking in your house so you can't get sunlight, you can't get proper exercise, and you wither away and become depressed, angry, and feeble.
1: Yeah. Encourage you not to engage in behavior that aligns you to the spirit of the universe. The spirit of the universe is to create, is to build, is to expand. If you can align yourself with the energy of the universe, you will find yourself in alignment with the universe, it's part of
2: peace. Yep. I also find it devastating that people are getting censored off social media with varying opinions because it's this traumatic conversation when you have two opposing views and the, the visceral tension that's created. That that strengthens us against, you know, future conflict. It's like it's like we're all in an
0: MMA match,
2: you know? It's like you're watching,
0: you know, Conor McGregor and he's fighting Mike Tyson and then Facebook throws Ebola, a, a bolas into the ring and tangles up... Conor McGregor's legs and he falls down and Mike Tyson starts hitting him and you're like he didn't really win, you know? It was Facebook who threw the, the was it called a bola? Yeah, was the bola.
2: Those two bolo bola. Oh, yeah. I thought you were
0: talking about Ebola. <laughs> BOLOS, It's like two two Bad. like weights on a rope and then it wraps, wraps Ancient around you. Ancient like, weapon. Yeah. I'm 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 actually trying to make it as silly as possible, but no, it's legit. It's like these two ideas have entered the ring and they're fighting for the championship, and then someone's literally throwing weights at you know to to cripple one side so the ideas don't win if if your ideas need uh, uh, someone to basically
2: cheat for you they must not be good ideas Yeah, or prevent the fight entirely, which is even right. probably even worse, worse than, well... One yeah, it's
0: like they, they take they take Conor McGregor tat, out, right. and then before he can even go in the ring, they're raising Mike Tyson's, you know, he's he's won! I, um, I know they don't fight in the same discipline, that's yeah, part yeah. of the joke.
3: <laughs> to, to continue the e- hippie-dippy hippie, stuff that Jack was just Get talking about, because you are talking it. about a lot of hippies. Lot. Stuff. Intentionality. Intentionality. Uh, right. uh, uh, yeah, I, I may see it a little bit differently, but I agree on the baseline of it. Your intentions, I don't think... I, that needs a, more of a conversation here, because your intentions absolutely matter, and we're living in a society that's quick hit, dopamine hits, get whatever you can, get the likes, Get and, and people don't really think about the long-term I- I- intentions. What do you intend to be? What do you intend to do? People don't set goals. People don't set directives. People are not even in a mindset to take a step back and realize, who do I want to be? Who do I want to represent? They're caught in this cycle that the special elites want you to be in, and then you're stuck being someone that you never even intended to be to from the very beginning. Things like meditation, things like gratitude, taking some time off, even just to Hippy. sit back, hey... <laughs> hey, hey, you know. hey, I called you out on it first. Uh, I, I, you know, taking some time to even just breathe deeply and and not to think and let things come to you no one does that and yeah, i think the more we could do that the do. better off we would be i mean i do it i do it every time you before know, uh, i go on the show and it's incredibly important for me and my mental health to be able to literally take 10 minutes at least 10 minutes to a guided so, meditation on focus on peace of mind on clarity and it really 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 is key so to your tensions what? and your goals
0: what helped me a lot, I think, with starting my business and getting my work was playing RPG video games when I was a kid. Me too, because you start your level Hippie. one. You have <laughs> oh, this is more like nerd, I guess. You have no items, nerd. you have no weapons, and then you're given the wooden sword. You know, you have three hearts and a wooden sword. Well, you've got to earn the next heart. The game is difficult. You can win some of these games. What game was I playing? I was playing uh, um, uh, Immortals. What is that game? Phoenix Rising. It's a new game. It's a PS4, PS5. Awesome game. And I'm, I was, I really enjoyed it because you can kind of just go where you want to go. And whether you actually level your, your character up and get them the, the abilities they need, if you have the skill, you can actually defeat some pretty serious bosses. And it was like, I, I was fighting one boss and I'm like, why don't I just go level up? This is like taking forever, but it was fun, right? I grew up playing these video games. And so my approach often when, in, when, in doing anything was always, am I like, what's the level up? What am I acquiring? What, what do I have? And what am I going to gain? When you play these video games, you don't just start and then be like, okay, I want to be level 100 with the best items in the game. It just doesn't happen. You can't do it. You start, you get the wooden sword and three hearts. You want to get the level up sword, you got to get the five hearts first. This is, you know, NES, Lunch of Zelda. You have to go through it. The other thing that helped me was skateboarding because you can't cheat. You can only prove to yourself you've accomplished it. If you want to lie to others, fine, but you don't get the dopamine. You don't get the, the accomplishment. So in everything I've done, I've not thought about, I want to be the CEO. I've thought about, I'm at level one. What's level two? What's the next step I got to do? What's the, what's the, you know, the first step in the journey of a thousand miles? What do I have to do? It's pointless to look at someone else and be like, I want what they have. Well, you don't know the path to get there. And even if you tried to replicate everything they did, you'd end up somewhere else. Yeah, they are the path itself.
2: We yep. are the path we have taken.
0: It's not the, it's not the end. It's the journey.
2: I, I think this conversation about intention is amazing because I, we were talking about good and evil. And what, what that actually is. And I think destruction isn't inherently evil. But if you intend evil f- through destruction or creation, then there that's where evil comes
3: from is your intentions. And same with good. Well, a lot of people don't intend to do to do bad. And a lot of people are caught up in systems and institutions that are flawed and corrupted and they're a part of systems that they don't see a way out of that they see it as a norm to screw over the other person, to hurt the other person. It's their identity and they can't lose sight of that because if they do, they would they would have an ego death. They can't they can't even uh, have that. But again, as far as the, with the intention stuff, you got to ask yourself, who do you want to be? What do you want to be represented by? What do you want your legacy to be? And these are questions no one asks themselves. Once a year I I always take some time and I always write out my goals for a week, a month, a year, 5 year Ten years down the line, I want to make sure that I'm on a path in my life, and I update it every year where I'm going in a positive direction, always upgrading, always doing something that's that's keeping me focused on my mission, and and having uh, this kind of energy within me that that is happy and content with me as a human being. I think you're
2: right that people don't intend to do evil. I think that's no, pretty they common, never do. But I think maybe a lack of good intention. It is it's evil. A, great, a lack of yeah, intention think, uh, a lack wrong. of intention is when evil will no. seep in no, th- th- from these th- outside listen, listen. sources that are creating your intention for you Is
0: it is it evil to? Uh, uh, dance on the grave of people who die. Yeah, is it, is it evil to post? It depends on
2: why you're doing it
0: for for internet points? Oh, you, for, for yeah for followers mm, and so all of these people of. on social media who are Mocking the pain and suffering of a family who just lost someone to cancer. Is that not evil?
2: What what good doing comes stuff from for doing views, that? doing things for views, for
0: personal gain for, for, yeah. for, you no, know, that's a good argument, man.
2: There is no good reason to dump
0: on the grave of a man who just lost. Well, his life.
2: if your family's starving and you need you money and it's the quickest way to get the, the food, maybe
0: you want to not starving. You want to know who I, who I, I had, I think I had the best tweet for about any of it was Marianne Williamson uh-huh. when it came to Rush Limbaugh. She said right now, Rush Limbaugh is standing before God, listening intently, something like that. And I said, that was an incredible, that was that was an amazing tweet. It was critical, but it was respectful. It was calm. It was reasoned. And let's be real. She said he's in heaven. It was very nice of her. She doesn't have to like the guy. I understand a lot of people really despise the guy. But what she said, I I thought was a nice way of saying, look, I'm critical of the guy, but, you know, here's a calm, rational approach
1: intentionality is everything. It's a superpower right now. And I don't mean your intentions in the sense of like, Oh, I intended to do that. But intentionality, like mindfully choosing your actions, your behaviors, connecting to your values and being strong enough to to embody them and to live them out in your life today. The system that we live in with social media has hijacked your brain chemistry and it encouraged you down negative behaviors, right? Trolling people, flame wars, yada, yada, we all know. What if there was a way to get a similar dopamine hit off of your electronics and communications, but it resulted in positive energy? It resulted in building things, creating things, instructing people and providing and protecting other people. What if there was a network? I'm sorry, I got to do it, guys. (laughs) What if there's, what if there's, but the reason why Uh, I'm- What network? No, but but the reason why I'm bringing it up, honestly, is because we just had this conversation inside the liminal order the other day we have transferred all this energy that guys were using on social media to do things that were relatively unproductive and possibly negative. And now they're getting the reward from this engagement, but with people that are self reinforcing this positive energy, they're building things together. They're exploring things together. They're teaching each other things and they're doing the same actions that they were on social media, putting out messages, connecting with people. But instead of getting a a negative reinforced with dopamine, it's positively reinforced with dopamine now. And it's a cycle. It's a beautiful thing that we're seeing liminal order you know you know nothing else sorry you know
0: it's awesome (laughs) i i you know i really despise twitter it is a group of people that uh mostly on the left but some on the right do this it's a it's the exception on the right it's the rule on the left they formed communities of being awful to other people yep and i think about growing up skateboarding and i tell this a lot because really if you if you go skate man go to a skate park if you go to a skate park you've never skated before, there will be 101, 90, 100% of people there, maybe 99%, will absolutely love to teach you everything they know about skateboarding, the rules, the culture. the, the Learning about skateboarding uh, 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 trick names and history, it's oral tradition. Hmm. There is no book that teaches you the language of the skateboarding jargon. Like know. if I said, nollie, hard flip, back crook, big spin out people would be like, I have no idea this, but skateboarders immediately are like, oh, I know exactly what that is. You know, a big flip back tail, big spin, right? These are things you learn from people. You see it happen. They tell it to you. There's no book. Go to a skate park and you'll see, I've seen this before, uh, a 40 year old guy who's never skated before, who's trying to learn how to do a kickflip. And he looks awful doing it. And then he finally lands the, the worst kickflip ever done. And everyone in the park is cheering and clapping and high-fiving him. And they're like, yeah, because he accomplished it for himself. You're surrounded by these people who are cheering you on with a smile on their face for your accomplishment. You're not better than anyone else. Everybody knows. Everyone's got their own thing. Some people are really good. Some people are arrogant. I look at that community I grew up in of positivity, of fun, freedom, recreation, and I compare it to what Twitter is, they're mirror images. They're opposite of each other. You know what?
2: what a great lesson I learned growing up um, was I studied acting for like 20 years. I went to school for it. And a big part of the lessons was learning intention. What do you intend when you're on stage? It's not what you're saying. It's What's not my what motivation? You're doing. What's my motivation? What do I want? From this situation and you your actions and your words lead you towards that and the goal was to make the other actors look better the idea a great actor makes
1: the other actors look even better and that's the point and that's kind of how I try to live oh well you're talking about the servant leadership model in that regard then if you're the best kind of leadership is the one where you look around at the people on your team and you try to figure out how to make their lives better easier and the mission more easily accomplished servant leader. I, w- I wish we saw more of that in our president in the last four years. Just thinking back, though, about what you said about the, the skate community, that, that really actually kind of touched me a little bit. That's, that's amazing, right? Yep. Just positive energy, even for people making the smallest amount of progress, right? That's the kind of environment you need to find yourselves in, guys. If you go to the gym. And you're a total noob and you're fat and you're out of shape, but you go in there and you break a sweat and you put in the time. I guarantee you every one of those guys that's ripped and looks like he's on steroids and everything else is going to look at you and be like, good on you, dude. They're be cheering for Good me. on you. As long as you're there doing the work, just getting better. It's a hugely supportive I'd, I'd, environment.
0: I'd be willing to bet if you were fat and out of shape and walked into a gym and just saw some dude working out who was like in shape and said, bro, teach me. He'd be like, let's do it, dude. Like, here's, here's what I do. Here's what I like to do. Here's what works for me. People love to share what, what, what they do. They love to, to, to socialize. Well,
1: especially when what you're doing brings you joy and health and longevity and peace of mind and low stress and all these wonderful things. Yeah, you want to (laughs) share. Yeah, you want to share it, man. But that's why they shut
0: down gyms. That's why they shut down skate parks. This is the craziest (sighs) thing. I see, I see all this on Instagram. There's a lot of skate parks are still open, but it's crazy to me when I see people are like, they shut down the skate park for no reason. It's outdoor. It's like most – there'll be 15 people there at a time. It's not – there's not hundreds of people, but they shut it down. Why? Maybe because people are gathering, talking, forming communities,
2: getting along. You think it's that insidious? Like the I Great mean, Reset – Trying to destroy people, or is it more just they think people are breathing heavy and like, I th- transmit COVID?
0: I think all of it is intention, in my opinion, is, is is irrelevant. What I mean to say is these are things that allow us to do these things, and whether it's on purpose or not, they've destroyed these positive elements of our of our communities. They've destroyed our communities. But you know, for the most part, people are still finding a way to go out, do their thing, and you know, it's not it's, it's not absolute. It's 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 crippled to a serious degree, but. At least people are still you know, finding ways to, to have that community. I think, man, go to an open mic night. You know, play some music Those if you don't. Those fun. Or uh, if you're learning, and just introduce yourself to some people and say, hey, that was a really great song. You know, I'm, I'm here. And they're like, oh, yeah, we come here every Thursday and just make friends. And then everybody cheers each other on. But I tell you, man.
1: What you're talking about, Tim, it's community, bro. Exactly. Community. Community is proven to make you happier, healthier, and wealthier. Family. Science. That's another big element. I love of this, this.
0: I love this idea. There's, a, there's a. Yep. You, you see these videos a lot where like a mom will bring her seven year old kid to a skate park, and then she's like, I was really worried they would, you know, the kids there would be upset that my son was there trying to learn, and then it's like this touching video where like one of the seventeen year olds is like, let me teach your son some tricks, and then she's like, I couldn't believe how nice they were and welcoming, and I'm like, dude, happens every single time at every skate park. If you come in with your kids and you let your kids romp about and run rampant and don't communicate with people they'll get mad at you if you go in there and say we'd like to you know h- help our kids learn everyone's going to be like yeah dude hey little man let me show you this trick and be really excited for you it's it all, all about it,
1: just being a part of it you know it all starts with is it cool <laughs> like is it cool if you know, yeah, like yeah, hey yeah. i don't i'm not trying to like get in on your thing and ruin it or whatever but can we try a little bit you know a little bit of humility combined with community goes a long way it's what we're missing today man yeah, definitely. Oh, it's, it, it, I'm, it's, all, I'm, I'm My out. eyes are watering. up. <laughs> <laughs> well, but,
0: but look at what Twitter is. It's, it's opposite. the opposite because it's, it's all text. It's like you guys oh, ever see the episode? No, you, guys, you you, you watch anyway. Rick and Morty? You guys watch Rick and Morty? Love yeah. Occasionally. Occasionally, the episode where Rick and Morty get their toxic selves stripped away from them. Yeah, yes, that's that toxic one. world is Twitter. Where they're
2: just, oh, I'm so angry. I all swear the it's time. text because if you're in video chats with people, it doesn't doesn't usually happen. When you're face to face
3: with people, it doesn't happen, as you yeah. were just saying. I literally just took the words out of when your do mouth. When you see how uh, big and tall I
1: am, it usually yeah, doesn't happen. But, but, but
3: you've been you've been sniffing a lot of lavender. I've been saying, <laughs> uh, 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 I'm wearing patchouli. As I, we I speak. have a I have a I have a quote that I think is appropriate for this that I think Jack will be gushing over Tell uh, me. uncontrollably. It's one of my favorite quotes. It's a hippie it's it's a hippy oh, dippy quote, and it says, "Watch your thoughts; they lead." to... To attitudes. Watch your attitudes, they lead to words. Watch your words, they lead to actions. Watch your actions, they lead to habits. Watch your habits, they form your character. Watch your character, it determines your destiny. You know,
2: I find with, with intention creating... Your vibe is your tribe. A good method <laughs> is you have the thought. Such a
1: dirty hippie. There's a, there's uh, a
2: tendency to want to, like, keep repeating the thought and keep thinking, I'm great, I'm great, I'm great, I'm happy, I'm happy. All you gotta do is think at once, and then have no thoughts, and just let it resonate. And, that, and just have... Faith in the process that once you create it once and just have no... But you have to have no thought. If you if you start to have negative thoughts, that will taint the, the process. And then you just allow with an empty mind it to,
3: I don't know, collaborate. Yeah, happiness is an inside job mm-hmm. uh, is what I like to say. All right.
0: Well, how about we take over these... Uh, we take some of these super chats. I can <laughs> smell you, you from here, you hippie. <laughs> if you have not already, smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell, and uh, share the podcast if you really do like it. That is the most powerful thing you can do. But don't forget to go to TimCast.com, become a member, because we have an exclusive members-only episode, an hour long with James O'Keefe, and we're talking about news media and, and you know, just fake news. We kind of roast them pretty heavily, and it's fun. So become a member. Check out that episode. Let's read some of these Super Chats. <clears throat> we got Johnny Knoxville says, I do a shot of Jaeger every time Tim says fascist. How often do I say fashion I don't know how many very, times tonight. Not very often. Once?
4: Light
0: drinker.
1: Usually, I don't think I said it usually the middle square in the drinking game for the Tim Pool uh, Tim Cast IRL uh-huh. is uh, back on Occupy Wall Street. Occupy, yeah, Occupy. What
2: do you Occupy Occupy mean Wall Occupy,
1: Wall Occupy, Wall Occupy, Wall
2: Occupy Wall
0: Street?
1: Yeah, well, just if you know, it's in the middle square of the bingo card. You know, my dad was freebie? a fireman. That's yeah. a good one. Oh, Sorry, <laughs> both our dads were firemen. Listen,
3: yeah. listen, yeah. I think is a also a big one.
5: Listen, listen, listen. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, no, no. But like,
3: listen, listen. But is <laughs> a third one. Yeah, yeah. That, that I
0: understand. But fascist, I don't say that often. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't see that that.
4: Okay. even
5: all right Maybe he's trying were we to at?
0: cut back Dolomite Dolomite says yeah that's true thank you so much for all you do and thank you for being respectful and speaking your opinion for Rush Aww. that's a crazy thing to me like I, I, I don't I don't care which leftist would you know lo- would lose their life I, 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 I said kind words about John McCain and he was just like yeah. a really awful warmonger I did too I'm not going to dance on anyone's grave man I think death is horrifying yeah, that's your Except,
1: respite. That's the yeah. respite. Death is your
5: Let respite. Let us go. Jeez.
0: <laughs> Sad, man. Joint Decision says, question, what do you guys think? Vaccine, passport, travel, concerts, et cetera, et cetera. Would you ever have Corbett report? Uh, oh, what do we think of vaccine passports? And would we ever have Corbett report on the show? What do you think of him?
3: I don't know who he is. James Corbett. Yeah, James Corbett would be great. He's cool, usually yeah. on point sources, a lot of his stuff, oh, cool. and he's on top of it. Cool. He's really good, but he's in Japan. Uh, okay. uh, but- what do we
0: think about vaccine passports? Um, I have one. When I went to Venezuela, I had to get one. And I had to get, I think, three different vaccines. And then the doctor gives you a card and then he signs it and says which ones you've gotten. And then when you go, they you have to have like, you, I think if you have, to have yellow fever, that's like the yeah. main one you have to have.
3: There's other individuals who, uh, you know, I, I don't know, I, I don't I'm not advocating for this, but just print out forms online and just fill them out themselves and uh, show show up at the border and uh, get back. Get oh, yeah. And I don't know. You know, just saying. Well, I don't know. What do you guys <laughs> think? Good thing or bad thing? Uh, bad thing. Uh, centralization uh, really bad thing I don't trust the government uh, if you're talking about a world the database you think China's not gonna abuse that data uh, of course they will
1: I don't know man don't be bringing measles into my neighborhood mm-hmm. I get, I, mean? I got mixed
2: things about germ theory you know the germ theory is still a theory of medicine no one knows for sure how diseases are transmitted so I
0: don't think that's well, correct.
2: Yeah, yeah. Look up; it's called germ theory for a reason. Yeah, I no, know it is but,
4: called germ theory. I would but say but it's that not we called don't germ
2: hypothesis.
0: We it's don't
4: know everything about how <laughs> germs what, spread, but we do know that they exist. We're simply studying exactly. Well, how germ would you define the theory
5: a germ? Is? Do you know yeah. a theory, a theory, theory is, is a concept?
0: We, got, we need to settle this. What a super. Like, what a like theories is. are heavily tested to the point where we believe them to be true. Like, no, that, that's a, re- a law. That's beyond, a law. Beyond, no, beyond a reasonable doubt. That's a law is when it's like, assumed to
2: be true. We have a theory, a of, theory of gravity, is, but,
0: but we know gravity exists. That's why
2: we call it a law.
0: We, 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 it's not a
2: law. It's it's, it's a, laws or theories, it's but they're just gravity. heavily agreed upon theories. Right. Germ, Germ theory is a heavily agreed upon theory. I agree. We we know that it is a theory. No one we knows like, for sure. They, they developed like 1840 where they thought that pathogens floated through the air and went into you. So I, I think that sometimes it's like, um, like a symbi, cause sometimes I'll talk on the phone with someone and I'll hear him sniffling and I'll start to sniffle. So it's like this sym- called sympathetic yeah. vibrations. Yeah. Mirror neurons are a real function of nature. So, right. I think that maybe sometimes illness is is related to mirror neurons. That's that's just called
0: psychosomatic,
2: right? That kind of thing, yeah. So so I I wonder if disease can be transmitted just through, like, experiencing it, you know, visually. symptoms can.
0: But I think it's fair to say that if you believe in science and you trust general human understanding of it... Then you would know what a theory is. I'll I'll, I'll tell you that... for for you to come on here and say no one knows
2: clearly you have called germ theory Tim. You should read about it and we should all we should study <laughs> dude, it heavily. Oh my
5: god!
0: No, I'm
2: serious. It's called germ theory. It's, it's been one around of the dumbest things years. you've
0: ever said. Are you kidding Whoa, me? Oh,
2: that's a huge thing. That is. Come on, dude. I you can't you go on
0: the show and be like germ theory. We don't even know. It could be magic vibrations of the phone getting people sick. Sorry, dude. No. Uh, yeah. Absolutely actually, not.
2: It's called germ theory. Tim. We can
0: literally look at viruses. It's called germ theory, yes. Yeah, I know I'm the, not
2: saying the virus is the virus is gravity. Real.
0: Gravity isn't real.
2: Viruses are real, but I don't think a virus floating across the room and going in your nose is what's doing it necessarily. I don't know. You, wh- why would you even say that? Because it's it's just a it's a scientific theory that I'm interested in studying more of and I've found talking on the phone with people that are experiencing symptoms that I will resip, resilient recitate those symptoms Re- sometimes. Reciprocating yeah, it's, it's weird...
0: symptoms are a normal thing that happen all the time and you're not discrediting the idea of of viruses and germs infecting people and causing illnesses well a g- simply what, you got to define a
2: germ first of all vi- viruses bacteria pa- bacteria yeah. things like that yeah those are real things and uh-huh. they can float through the air and get on you i know okay. that and cleaning them off is is good cuz you don't want them to replicate but yeah. i don't know if maybe they aren't just if your body's not like Already already having them and creating them and and incubating them anyway. And 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 climate change is caused by
0: Santa Claus's factory producing too many toys. If we're going to make things up, we can make up whatever we want. Let's keep reading Super Chats. Pirate Tomsky says, Neville Chamberlain was a D-bag. This appeasement to totalitarian governments will end up as a stain on the history of our species. uh, uh, Species, again, history repeating itself right now. I'd say so. Jonathan Galtarini says Kyle Rittenhouse case Was dismissed with prejudice Meaning it can never Be filed again Guess who dismissed The plaintiffs dismissed It with prejudice On their own accord Without any reason Is that true I don't think that's true I Is that true that. I do not heard could, it so, I'm you?
1: seeing it on Twitter uh, But I, I haven't seen it Verified wow, yet Wow that's huge yeah. I haven't heard that. I'm too busy getting texts about the history of basketball, whether my but face what? was red oh, yeah. or, yeah, what, a th- red or what a theory is I versus law. I knew it. You really
0: yeah, care. God, so so but I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, is this the civil case or the criminal case?
3: Oh, I don't know. Um, um, the civil, I heard. I
1: mean, they would have called it the prosecution rather than the plaintiff, no? Mm. Had it been the, the criminal case?
3: We're finding out. It's
0: still plaintiff would be news. civil, right?
1: Plaintiff would be civil. Right, right,
0: right. right, right. Yeah. Josh Martinez says, "I can't use PayPal, but I need to see Alex Jones wake up, Luke. Please, Tim, I'm begging you, get an alternative."
3: Uh, we have. You're com- not missing much.
0: <laughs> we have. We have a company working on, uh, set, you know, expanding and building, and it's going to take time. You know, it's, it's. all we can do. It's. It's literally me
3: being like, what? He was so nice. Huh? Yeah, which is weird because, like, we have a history, <laughs> but whatever.
4: He's a very nice person.
3: Justin Crotaw says
0: you guys should talk with the guys from ADV podcasts. They lived in China and know all about that stuff. They had to run just because they were filming to show how awesome the culture was. But CCP was paranoid.
3: Wow. Are these the motorcycle guys? Ooh, I, I think TV. they, I think they, they had. There's these like YouTubers that I watched that uh, rode motorcycles all around China, and then they said that the situation there got so bad against Westerners they had to leave. And now they're making other videos similar to China Uncensored. Oh, we up. should have China Uncensored back too. Yeah, I think they're I, very yeah, relative now as well. Yeah. And so those like, guys too, uh, with the with the motorcycles, would be yeah.
1: great. Lao Y, are I they? Think that's the guy you're thinking about. Are they related yeah, to serpents. the guys in blue that are always at all the MAGA protests? All the Chinese I'm not guys in blue. Sure, I'm not sure to be honest. So they're, they're, they're white there's Americans. Like a, oh, they are? Yeah, oh, okay. There's that that huge, went to China. There's a yeah. huge contingent of Chinese protesters that show up at most of the MAGA things. Wow. Yeah, there's yeah. a big
3: contingent of right-wing Chinese people as well, which yeah. is interesting. And they all wear
1: blue.
0: All right, we got uh, Commander 232 says, Admittedly, there is a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement, and this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, a time for choosing. R. Reagan.
2: That freaks me out. That's like kind of the the, the sign. My, the thing I'm wrestling with the most in like my deepest subconscious is how do we deal with this Chinese Communist Party?
3: Stop investing in it with our behaviors. And the only reason China is as powerful as they are right now and continue to be as powerful is because of multinational corporations that the United States subsidizes and works with that is propping them up and giving them a ton of money. They're slave labor.
1: <laughs> to our individual consumer choices in America. X exactly. Citizens. Yes. It's on us, basically.
0: Jesse Moorfield says, Hey, Tim, I know you aren't quite open to guest suggestions, but I think it would be awesome if you had Jordan Peterson's daughter, Michaela, on the show. I think she would uh, slide easily into the convo.
4: She has a standing invite, Yes, she not? absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably. I, don't I, don't know. Know. I just watched so? an awesome interview with Jordan Peterson and God Saab
5: today. He's the bomb. They're I both love so those awesome. guys.
0: Clay Moore says, with the crystal ball there in front of Ian, super happy he decided to wear th-
2: wear pant. LOL. I did it for Jack. <laughs> wearing pants? <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what that meant.
0: <laughs> oh, I did wear pants. I, yeah. I did
1: this at one point yeah,
2: in the show. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. and they're like, he's Thank not you. wearing pajamas? No, I, I through the
1: crystal ball, they can see your, your pants. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes. We have it's more people saying, pants. get Serpensaw and Lo- uh, Lawai86 oh, yeah. on as guests. Yes, yes. yes I've yes, seen them confirm they
2: want to come on, so maybe it's just a matter of getting through to but them. But where are they? Is it an
0: international issue? Frag the Planet says, if future progresses, we will have so much of our data collected. Satellites more powerful. Everything is cataloged as they happen in real time. All you do from the minute uh, minute moment will be exploited and curated to extract your money, time, and attention.
1: That's absolutely right, which is why the window is closing. The Panopticon is coming. How many more years do we have? Five, ten, oh, two? Oh, it's here. Come on. No, but the Facebook knows when you poop. Yep. I know, but the one in conjunction, <laughs> the one in conjunction with the satellites and the whole thing, and literally yeah, every move, every breath, what was it every thought—tripwire. It's coming. Was that,
0: what it, was that what it called? I don't remember. Where all these cameras are networked and using facial recognition, and that was a seven years ago. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I think. Look, man. If the civilian technology has all this stuff, government technology is probably. Right. I saw
1: Batman. Wasn't the wasn't one of the end scenes in one of those the Nolan Batman's where he gets uh his his like his version of Q or whatever uh, to go out and like link up everybody's cell phone so he can actually see everywhere in the whole city? He,
0: no, he does it against the wishes of his uh, his tech his guy. Q, yeah, yeah, whatever his name is, yeah. So he he uses every cell phone as basically sonar, yeah. and then can track anyone and anywhere, and he finds the Joker. So, I think it's I think it's Dark Knight. He does this. Yeah, the
1: panopticon is here, I guess. There's
0: a neural net, yeah run. Micus says, I quit Twitter earlier today. I decided I had enough and deleted it and my Facebook. YouTube might, YouTube might be next, but I use it so much, it's hard to leave. Hmm. Well, you can always go to TimCast.com and become a member in the event you do get rid of all your That's social media. That,
1: that reminds me of this Workaholics episode where they're like, oh, we're, we're quitting drinking. And they're like, oh, really? How, many, how much time do you have sober? And they're like, 11 hours. <laughs> That's
4: good. It's better than nothing. Mason
1: Whaling says, in the Boxer Rebellion, The Harmonious
0: Fists began violence against Western influence by killing two priests, attacking not only the British but U.S. Embassy, too. The opium trade was secondary to ridding China of religion. Interesting. Wow. OMG Puppy says there are people who will throw open their window and yell, I've had enough. People who watch their neighbors with binoculars and snitch on them. And people who close their windows and hope nobody hurts them. Hmm. Interesting. Well, people need
2: to... uh, Say no to the authoritarianism, man. And you need to do it loudly in public, on video, on the internet, because yelling in your room is not enough these days. Or
3: wearing a t-shirt outside in public, letting people know where you stand politically, letting them know that not all hope is lost. Jay Rich says, FB,
0: Google, and Amazon are backbone of the internet. Trillions in data centers and network infrastructure. Saying they're a fad is like saying electricity is a fad. They're not going anywhere. I tend to agree. That's
3: a very good point. I mean, they're definitely cementing themselves as the key kind of infrastructure. But um, again, anything could happen. There could be an Internet 2.0, 3.0.
1: We never know. So, Nope. Technology has ceased evolving. There'll be no new innovations, <laughs> no new companies, Sorry. no new ideas. We're done. This is it. We're done. We're good frozen point. in time. We good peaked. point, Jack. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to imagine yeah. that these things will go by the wayside. But they certainly will. When Windows 95 yeah. came out, everybody thought that was the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Alessio Damante says to Ian,
2: my wife just called you LSD Jesus. I do like LSD. Well, it's derived from ergot, which is a fungus that grows on on rye. It's organic. Ergotamine, yeah. And so what was it? Timothy Leary? Who's the guy that, that synthesized LSD that in the 50s? Be, was Leary? Leary.
1: Well, he he was, popularized he, he po- it. Yes, he popularized it. Yes.
2: It's uh, pretty fantastic stuff. Thank you to you and your wife.
0: Cosmic Collectible says would love to would love for you to have the quartering on again to discuss the oppressive wokeness of the Magic the Gathering content creator community and their alienation of conservative players. GF and I sending love from Texas. Maybe you'll need to make your own Magic the Gathering because yeah, that look for those that don't know what it is. It's, a, it's, it's one of the most popular card games in the world physical and it's not just about wokeness and critical theory and the weird things the company is doing. The game is just
2: broken. Dude, we played completely a couple weeks ago, me, Tim, Adam, a bunch of us at like six of a five. This us, is a broken game. I went at Tim so hard. Because he was playing a deck where on turn no, five no excuses. turn no. five it was gonna go infinite no, and win the game. That's not true. And I knew it.
0: That's not true. And he was like, dude,
2: no. stop attacking me. But I just <laughs> I wouldn't stop because if I didn't if I didn't do it, he'd like he plays the victim and then and then in one turn. What he wins. actually <laughs> what
0: actually happened was it's six players. I'm essentially, you know, I have very very little free time throughout the day. And so this is the problem with Magic the Gathering right now they've made—the game itself is just a broken game. So it's not about wokeness. It's not about, you know, ostracizing conservative players. It's about, for whatever reason, they just shattered the game with, with updates to it, with new rules, with new cards. And so I think this is
2: the perfect example of where people got to make their own game. It's pay to win. Well, but you got to make your own game, right? We have been talking about it, and it's called—well, I don't know. It doesn't really matter what it's called, but it is hot. We've got. We've, we've, I made it too balanced, where like it was going balanced. on forever when right, we when right, we play right. tested it. But I think we're we're crafting it down so that it can be a quick, fun party game, and it's not pay to win. Magic is like if you go out and you have all the money, you can buy all the really powerful mythic cards, and you just dominate your friends. But a game that's like out of the box, where everyone's on an even playing field, I think it, is it, the future. You know,
0: honestly, it could be that the game is breaking because of some weird parallel with wokeism. So a, a, a simple way to explain it. You've got uh, Captain Marvel, for instance. Did you watch Captain Marvel? She's yes, just insanely powerful for what reason? You know, in, in, in Avengers Endgame, she, like, blows up the entire, like, Thanos' massive warship just on her own. Thanos headbutts her, and she doesn't even flinch. And people, when I was watching, when I watched this in the theaters, they groaned when it happened. Like, come on, man. Every Characters have to have some, some limits. What's happening now with a lot of the new sets that are coming out, is it's just like bonkers power level that like I'm looking at it like, I don't, I don't want to play that. It's bad enough one person can win the game in like a turn or two. I'm just not interested in playing this game. And it may be something similar where they just want everyone to have absurd amounts of power in these fictional worlds and these fantasies. And it doesn't work, I guess.
1: If Magic the Gathering isn't part of the Tim Pool universe anymore, I have to rewrite my whole model on Oh, it's been did. out for a long time. Has it been? Because the very first time I ever came on a show, the very first thing you did when I got there was like, "Hey, man, you play magic?" And then the very first thing you did right after show, start playing magic again. So that's this inner weed—it's gone. It's, it's gone. It's,
0: it's, it's gone. And it's partly because a bunch of the art was banned for being racist. Oh, so for, again, for those that aren't familiar, like you have—it's—it's a—it's a magic game. There's like white magic and green magic and red magic and black magic, and so some of these
2: cards have been deemed racist and banned outright. It's crazy. crazy. There's a black card that says "destroy all white creatures" that was banned. No, no, no,
0: no.
5: There's that wasn't, a white that card wasn't that it, wasn't banned.
2: Oh, you're right, right. There's a white card that says destroy all black creatures that was banned. The black card that says destroy all white creatures wasn't banned, and it was even Apparently though, It wasn't racist. But, but, no, no, but that card was actually even more racist. So
0: in the destroy all black creatures, banning it was racist because the picture is a bunch of goblins and demons being like hit with a blast of light, and I'm like, what are they trying to imply by claiming that art showing demons being blasted by light is some kind of representation of the black community or in some way racist? That is racist. But the other card, which is a black magic card and says destroy all white creatures, shows a black ooze destroying a knight in like shining armor. And I'm like, so in both depictions, they have made racist. It's it's more like
2: one. That one should be the one that got banned. I can't take the wokeism. Um, Wizards of the Coast, who bought Magic: The Gathering, also b- bought Dungeons and Dragons rather, is woke of Dungeons and Dragons. They're trying to get rid of orcs. Is that no, no right? the
0: race race is gone or something?
2: like race doesn't matter every race is the same has the same access to abilities like no races are different genetically elves are more dexterous orcs are stronger uh, that uh, is the uh, nature uh. of fantasy and, and they're trying to purify it and, and just dumb. Yeah, it yeah 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 like Ridiculous. You, 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 you've seen Lord of the Rings
1: dude I've played Dungeons and Dragons as a kid this just melts my brain oh. you can just pick a race any race is gonna be suited to any dwarves are now six foot tall and archers yeah if you want your <laughs> orc be a... to be
2: dexterous if you want your elf to be strong it's insane it's not the way. I mean, rating. look, you know, I'll, wait, I'll be wait, honest. i be honest.
0: Look, look, you can call yourself a dragon. I don't care what the rules. Like, it's a fantasy yeah, game where people play with their but, friends. And you
1: can make a strong elf, but they get a natural bonus to their dexterity because they're an elf. Think about this This logical consequence here. Uh, the only advantage to being a human in Dungeons & Dragons was that you had, like, balanced stats. <laughs> Yes. Right, and so now, if your race doesn't matter in your character a selection, fantasy in, race, in, we'll clarify in, in Dungeons and Dragons, then there's no reason to be human. No, there either. is because you we like. Need to make a new because D&D you want to be game. a human.
0: You want to be a human who can fly with dragon wings and throw fireballs from your nose. I don't Sounds know, like you
2: want to be draconic. I'm so confused Dude, about listen, what's happening. Yeah. You yeah. I'll, 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 listen,
0: I'll be honest. The, the thing about the thing about magic is that these are cards you need to play a game to win contests, and it's a sport. The thing about Dungeons & Dragons, if I'm going to sit around with my friends and, fan- and make fantasy jokes and, like, we, we, like we've played before, people got to understand Dungeons & Dragons is not people, for the most part, wearing, like, wigs and costumes and pretending to be Gandalf. It was like, when we, when we did it at the theater... It was joking about going to a bar and making everyone eat goat cheese. It's just drinking beers, eating pizza, and making jokes. Take
2: mathematical risks with rolling dice.
0: Yeah, just to have some consequences. If people want to hang out and be like, I'm a dragon who can fart fireballs, I'm like, great. I don't care. (laughs) Well, there
2: are dragon hunters out there. And (laughs) one of them opens a portal in front of you, roll initiative.
0: Well, All right, let's read. We got this one. uh, Jake Kemp says, wokeism is the inversion of wisdom. I don't want to be woke. I want to be wise. Given enough time, wokeism will destroy itself. So prepare and fight back. Build, create, think, instruct, plan for the long term and be wise. Respect to all of you.
5: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Thank you, sir. Joe Schmo says, I love the show. It makes the work week tolerable yet informed. But I'd appreciate it. I'd appreciate it. If Ian's perspectives were respected more, he's trying to make sense of the sludge you're so deep in. But I feel that he's shut down too often instead of understood and debated. Well, I can certainly respect that. Thank you.
2: Interesting point. Thank you. Yeah. I also appreciate, Tim, your willingness to poke holes in the things I say, because it makes me really look at what I'm saying it holistically. So I I do appreciate that. But yeah, that guy's right. <laughs> yeah. This kind of conversation is
4: why we have free speech. And it's not to shoot each other down. It's to engage our own ideas and find out where they're steel, weak. Hard steel, sharp, and steel.
1: Plus, I always try to defend you when I'm here. Thanks, Jay. Bit, a little bit. And then I go back and then I respond to all the comments that talk trash about you. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. I yeah, know him
2: yeah. in person. And yeah, <laughs> you're right.
1: Philippe
0: <laughs> Brevard says, Ever thought of having Ezra Levant from the Canadian Rebel News in the show? Big free speech, freedom of press, and pro civil rights advocate. He's in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, we can't have Canadians. Yeah. I think
3: he uh, they have me. a 2-week quarantine and they have to pay thousands of dollars yep. and have mandatory testing there are, there are and a are insane lot of rules that they have to go through now.
0: It's bad. Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: It's a British
0: thing. We got another request for from uh Luminescent says please get Lawai and Serpensa on. They are in the USA. Lydia already in talk with them, but they are still waiting for the invitation confirmation. They are? Well, I
4: have reached out to Lawai. Yes, well, they can come whenever never they want. got back to me. I reached out Excellent. to him on December 10th, Those dudes have some deep
0: inside knowledge. Yeah,
4: so just waiting. Well, let's get the Ms- word out. Come on.
0: Mr. Cook says, who played the Summon Biden card? Does it give 20 direct damage to the player? Sniffs. <laughs> yeah, sniffs. He smells <laughs> you so hard that it rips
1: your skin off. <laughs> ah. yeah, he just eats your daughters. Yeah, gosh.
0: We have another, another individual. Casey Lauren said, hi from Canada. Great show. Jack is awesome. Would you ever consider having Ezra Levant on the show? Of course. Oh, the problem is from Canada. Two in one night. Like, there are a bunch of people I wanted to have on. Uh, I really would love to have Carl Benjamin. He is the host of the Lotus Eaters podcast. Y'all can check that one out. And, uh, uh Count Dankula. Yes. But they, they're in the UK. And so they're basically, you know, in jail.
4: Well, Dankula's can't, busy too. So can't leave.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's busy, but they can't even travel. So those are two people I'd love to have come hang out because they're cool dudes.
5: So many Canadians can't
0: travel. Yeah. Now, now what we were saying, Luke, like the other day you were mentioning that, uh, there's like a $2,000 Charge if you go to the UK or something.
3: Well, in the UK they make you quarantine. I think it's two thousand four hundred dollars translated from pounds so that you have to stay in a hotel. I, I forgot the exact uh, uh, number of days, uh, but yes, uh, it seems like the only the rich could travel now. I made an offhand yep. comment that it's a British thing, but like
2: that's it's British Commonwealth territory. You see it in now in, in Canada, which is British Commonwealth, yes. and in Australia, yep. there's like weird lockdowns. So that's like the monarchy. I don't, I'm just not a fan of monarchy. History for- of worshiping the Queen. Queen.
0: Danny Sherrill Danny said, honestly, the subscription at TimCast.com is paid back in full. Just from hearing Luke rants and Tim using spicy words, y'all are the highlight of my day. Well, so uh, I can't remember. We, what were we talking about? Um,
3: Biden I was pissed banned, off about something. Biden was
0: going to ban travel to Florida. And then as we're getting ready for the members only segment, Luke is walking back in just cussing up a storm. And then I was like, press play. Let's just hit the record button. People were
2: censoring you about... You're talking about people censoring you, and you were just, like, unloading. Just my history of journalism. So so you got to go to TimCast.com
0: and find the segments like Luke Rants, because (laughs) it was Luke basically saying Reza Aslan can eat human brain on TV, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they're monetized and supported and given front page access, but his channel gets censored and restricted by YouTube. It was great and and yeah, a lot of a lot of cussing
5: <laughs> I just,
3: I, I, it's just it's just you know sometimes it's unfair and you gotta vent and you gotta express that, but I've been doing like a lot of hardcore journalism on we are change and it's unforgiven work and um you know i I, don't, I have no regrets, I'm happy where I am right now, Bear Poe says, yes, yes gentlemen this is
0: this encouraging and positive society exists right now. It's called I don't know if you put the X in church on purpose, church x. Hmm. We need God more than ever right now. Maybe it just means church.
4: Yeah. Christian church.
0: Man. Aurora Diaz says Joshua Phillip from the Epic Times is the China expert you need. Oh, I love that guy. Oh,
5: yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Be done. The mainstream media hates Epic Times for some reason. Mm-hmm. Can't be critical of China. Mm-hmm. Vincent Serrano says I work with hundreds of kiddos daily. Indoctrination of new normal and media culture is horribly impacting these young minds. Find at Bear Odd Fruit on all social media. They are trying to fight back. Yeah, and then uh, Mark L says Hodge twins ever invited. I mean,
4: yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Standing That'd be awesome. They would have him.
3: to sit next to each other, though. Yeah, it'd be great. What yeah, do they that's do? It's only fitting. It'd be funny. I've heard of these guys before. They have to share the microphone. Comedians.
0: Comedians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're on Crowder all the time, aren't
3: they? Yeah. yeah, They were
4: just the other night. I think they're in Texas, right? I think so. Yeah. Do they have to sit next to each other?
3: It would be funny. They're like of two they do. two microphones coming twins, from two directions. Yeah.
0: Drew. Uh, Drew says, read the White House and the House's website and read about how Biden called Xi Jinping for two hours about our infrastructure and the House having meetings today on reparations. Yeah, the reparations things w- w- was interesting. I think I don't know if you were. Did you bring it up, Lydia, earlier? Yeah. I'd yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? I was thinking about it. Let me let me ask you guys a question. The the omnibus spending bill. How much money went overseas? Right. What would you rather have? What Would you rather have all of that spending? That went to, you know, 10 million in gender studies to Pakistan and 100 million in defense of foreign countries. Would you rather have all of that spending that was that, you know, I was like nearly a trillion go overseas, or would you rather have that just be given to the black
3: community for reparations? Uh, I'd rather not be taxed. But no, no, You <laughs> had to do one of them. You to do one of them. No, uh, that's government putting a gun to your head saying, pick right. two really horrible options. Yes. No, none of them. I'm not that's, participating a, in your system and giving you my power. It's a tough one you for me. You suck
1: cause... at hypotheticals. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't know
2: what the money went to. They were very vague okay, about
3: okay, it. Okay, okay, Jack, compromise your morals and tell us what you would do at the threat <laughs> of a gunpoint right now.
1: If I have no choice in the matter. Actually, you know, if you're going to be honest, African Americans in the United States got a raw deal. No question. Right. For a long, long time. I personally would prefer us to take all that money that we spend on other people that aren't U.S. citizens or who just became citizens or just got here, who weren't here. I, if we gun to my head, I would be in favor of that. Definitely.
2: How do you repair? You know, I'm all about repairing society, but giving people that are worth several hundred thousand a dude that makes
1: two hundred thousand dollars oh, a year dude, dude you're, not arguing, you're not arguing because of
2: the color of his skin no it's no, weird no, to you're,
1: me because that doesn't really repair you're society you're not participating in the hypothetical I was given two choices, <laughs> oh, dude. You're right, you're right. Thank you. All
0: right. Good greeting. All right, third know, choice. Jack, you keep uh, the money for yourself. So up, too. <laughs> oh,
3: Jack Murphy supports reparations. It's official, guys. Um, we got it. I would I would <laughs> it's easy for me.
0: I would rather all of that money we just dumped overseas. Yeah, reparations. Any any yeah. that's an easy answer. They live. It goes here. to Americans who Seriously. live here. I don't care if they gave it to one guy whose name was John Smith. And they are like, here's $1.9 trillion. No. It's going to an American citizen. That
2: would be worse if you gave it all to one guy, because that was the first thing I thought. That's
0: probably true, because then yeah. he'd spend money on like politics or whatever. He and, would
1: you know, invest in the economy. Come on. <laughs> yes. Come on. Last time I was here, I said, hey, what happens to lottery winners? They spend all their money in yep. stupid ways, and they go crazy. And you guys are like, no, 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 they no. They used to. In the last 20 years, lottery winners have hired wealth management <laughs> companies, yeah. and they're very <laughs> smart about it. So that Joe Smith and his $1.9 trillion would not waste it one bit. Right. No, no, no would, so they would they would,
0: they would start dumping it into politics. politics.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't
0: want that. But I, I got to tell you, it's still better than giving. It, it wasn't $1.9 going all just to you know right. foreign right. foreign nations. But I, it, look, if, if we're like, we're going to give $10 million to gender studies. Uh, no, nah, 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 let Dude, me pull a name out of a hat. Foreign, I'll go on Twitter and grab a random account and give them the $10 million. Foreign
2: gender studies is the most insane. One of the most insane things that the government has given money to overtly in the last 20 years. That That's I what government up. does. I mean, besides all the military stuff. Yeah. Gender studies? What the heck?
0: Pakistani gender studies. Well, what province. are they... Is
2: it because women were suppressed and they want to give, like, women the freedom don't, of speech or I don't something? Care.
0: I don't understand why we're in a... Pa- Look, I, I understand foreign grants and stuff and federal aid, but the, our country is collapsing. Like, mass evictions are around the corner. There's still... Uh, somebody tweeted... Hey, I'm starting to think they're not even going to give us $1,400 anymore. Yeah, you think? Biden lied to you. Like You're not getting any money. It's
2: worth less than it was six months ago. Did you see the the food
0: inflation stuff that's about to hit? Oh, This is crazy, man. Yep. The, like, grain is, like, if you look, if you, uh, I I forgot what the charts was because I'm not an expert in this stuff, but I was looking at some financial uh, uh, Twitter accounts talking about grain is starting to look like it's going to skyrocket in price, and it's going to ripple across basically all food. Yep. Everything. Yeah, grains and, and and other agricultural goods. Once corn goes up, everything else goes up around it. I'm already hearing from friends. They were like, I went to the store, and I couldn't believe how how, how expensive yeah, it was. I too. So it's the other hard.
2: option is the government's going to have to subsidize these companies to keep the prices low, which means they're going to have to print more money to subsidize them. Which will cause more
0: inflation to make the prices go well, up. Or
2: the prices go up, and they don't subsidize it, and then people can't afford it. Bro, well, we're then in and the, and we're in we're in pre-World War II
0: era. Uh, you know, era, like, That'd be... Like crazy. the hyperinflation. Another reason why Germany.
1: Bitcoin went fifty-two thousand.
0: Fifty-two five. Ethereum yeah. at eighteen eight. Uh, what one thousand eight hundred sixty-four dollars? All time high. Yeah, yep. I think food I inflation mean, is the. The Binance coin is
2: up three hundred percent in twelve days. It went from thirty-five bucks to one hundred and thirty-five, something like forty-five bucks to one hundred thirty-five bucks. That's the coin that you use to cover the fees on Binance when you make trades. So you can see that the the trading market itself has exploded in popularity. Oh, interesting.
0: I think I think a lot of people are realizing the volatility of the dollar. You cannot have a functioning economy when the government just prints eight trillion dollars. What is this now, like 80 percent of the money supply in a year? Just just dumping it out. Food's going to go up, man. And people I'll tell you what's crazy there. there, People are saying right now, fourteen hundred dollars. We can't even get that, bro. You're going to need twenty eight hundred dollars once the price of milk doubles. And you're not going to have that either. Your savings. What's going to happen now is not only are you not getting any money, but what little money you have is being cut in half. Your buying power is being destroyed. It's going to get crazy.
3: Yeah, I've been saying, uh, learn how to farm. I've been saying that for a very long time.
1: Real estate. Mm
0: -hmm. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Jack, thanks for coming. Hey,
1: my pleasure, Tim. Glad to be here. Appreciate it. If you want to follow me on Twitter, Jack Murphy Live, or sub on YouTube, really appreciate it. Let's get me over 40,000. Jack Murphy live on YouTube. Let's do it. Thanks for everybody. Thanks to, thanks Lids. Appreciate it.
5: No problem.
0: Don't forget to follow my. Other YouTube channels: YouTube.com/slash/TimCast, YouTube.com/slash/TimCastNews. Go to TimCast.com, become a member, and check out our exclusive members-only episode with James O'Keefe. It's an interesting conversation. He's the Veritas guy. You probably know who he is, and he's a, he's a rad dude. It's got a, he's got a, uh, had a lot of really interesting things to say. And uh, you can follow me on Parlor Minds, not the big social network. I guess you could. at TimCast, and we do this show Monday through Friday <laughs> live at 8 p.m. So thanks for hanging out. We also got Luke. Yeah.
3: And if you like what I do and you want to support mm-hmm. me and to see me continue my work, sign up on my email list. It's more important than ever. We are Change.org, top right-hand corner. I have nearly six hundred seventy three hundred thousand YouTube subscribers. It doesn't matter. i have no access to it it's highly controlled highly regulated what matters is that email list Uh, and then yeah i also do some deep dives i did a very interesting deep dive today youtube we are changed but most importantly email list is the key essential way to keep me alive and well and because you guys do that i'm still here so thank you so much for having me Sweet shirt, my you. Love you guys.
2: Hey, <laughs> leave a comment on this video when it's done. Spread the love to the community, to everyone on the show. Jack, thank you so much for coming Ian, on. Ian, I love being you here. You are the man. It's I love true. you.
1: Every other Wednesday. You, you guys are do okay. it again in a couple of weeks, dude. <laughs> Keeping
2: a real. Uh, hit up net. It's oh. new and improved, and you can buy this mug. Free the code. Help me free the code. And uh, you can also buy two pillows, one sack, sack,
1: or <laughs> two pillows, one sack
2: pillow. It's, uh, it's a great it. merch. All You around. started a pillow company too. I did. We're emerging company. Yeah, let's, let's go. Gosh. We're going the distance. I had a pillow way before
3: any of you guys. By Julie, the way, just ahead. Under- my,
0: my friends, did you notice pinned in the chat is the is the official our pillow? It is uh, our pillow, and all proceeds go to me to buy things that I want. But we do actually have a a new prototype of our pillow. It is a burlap sack stuffed with packing peanuts, and we are preparing a product that we are going to sell. I think it's going to be 50 bucks each, and you will get a box full of packing peanuts with a folded burlap sack in the middle. But don't worry. We will be providing instructions on how to construct our pillow. So after you get your box of packing peanuts with the burlap sack, you can make the pillow yourself. And then I think the cost on our end is going to be like a dollar, and we'll make a $49 profit because, hey, you know, communism, I guess. You think I'm joking, and I am. But we're going to make this. Ian's got it. <laughs> there
4: it is. Beautiful. Wonderfully
0: what tailored. did you
1: think, Jack? You used it. I used it. It was the best pillow I've ever used in my whole life, and I'm a gourmet pillow no, expert. I, oh, you yeah, got to be yeah. honest, though. You got Oh.
3: No, I appreciate that. It was
1: pretty scratchy and uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Instructions will be
2: included. <laughs> That's right.
5: Uh, Jack
3: named her Bertha for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know why he did that. I <laughs> thought that was a moment I had alone <laughs> with the pillow. Oh. <laughs> I overheard it. I'm sorry. World I, knows. I compromised your privacy. Bertha. Yes.
4: <laughs> troublemakers all right and i am sour patch lids i'm on twitter yeah, you i am are. also on mines and i am real sour patch lids on instagram and gab
0: go check out the exclusive episode with james o'keefe at timcast.com thanks for hanging out
5: and we will see you all next time bye guys Bye.